Yo, it's your boy, world famous, hottest in America, DJ Scratch Tour. I just want y'all to know, we love hip hop. Oh, this is Chain. Shout out, we love hip hop. You know it's good. Shout out culture. Shout out the movement. Shout out my guys. Seventeen shit. Uh. We love hip hop. Yo, it's your boy Flippin' Now, man. I'm here with We Love Hip Hop, and that's what we do. We fucking really love hip hop. We love hip hop. What's going on? Joy Gambello, baby. We here. Hey. We love hip hop, boys. What's up? Ah, uh, ah, uh, you done know already. It's your boy Six and Six, and we're fucking with the We Love Hip Hop Network. I already know Smiley, Mr. Bill B. Shout out, We Love Hip Hop. You know, we're in the building. Gang. We love hip hop. Yo, it's Tizzy Stacks. Shout out, we love hip hop. I'm out here doing an interview with them. Love. We love hip hop. What's this shit called again? Nah, I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing. <laughs> yeah, we here. We love hip hop. Super Raz, Fresco, Biggest Club in the building. Saying. Six letter in the bitch, Biggest Club. Shout out to We Love Hip Hop. We love hip hop, love hip hop, love hip hop. So that's a Stephen move. When Harriet Tubman. Well, Harriet Tubman never actually freed the slaves. She just we had the slaves go work for other white people. We love hip hop, 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 love hip hop. Yo, man, give me some of that old gangster shit, you know what I'm saying? Some shit I can just kick back, smoke fat ass junk too. Put your hand over your heart and in a loud, clear voice, play along with us. We love Smoke weed every day. Oh, yeah. All right. So let's get this shit popping. Um, only you freestyle, Hedy One and Drake. Why? Let me throw some sound effects on top of this. Yes. Yes. Why? Again and again. Again and again. Yeah. Episode 183. Yo, chose my jam, miss you for a chain And give it to a sweet one, call that Maya Jama Giving up gifts like Santa, sipping on Santa Used to do lean and wop, closet full up with designer Coming like Panda Panda Yeah, gal just came to the booth and asked for a wheel She never heard drill in Atlanta Let's take it back Writer music, Sam G Yeah, yeah, let's go So we are buck. It's the world's most smoked out podcast. We love hip hop. I'm your host with the most toast Friday, Ricky Tread, aka Executive Rick, aka Media Rick. And to the right of me, 
Oh, Lord, we haven't been in this setup in a minute. Jeez. You understand? But it's me, PK Herc. All the people know. I'll go on to the people that stop me in the street and say, what up? You know, what up to you also? Big up yourself for watching the podcast. We appreciate that. I'm saying subscribe, do all that good stuff, follow everybody. But yeah, big up 183. Big up all the crew, you know. So many people. But big up all, big up everybody. Usual suspect gang, Spool Smokers Collective. Jeez. Beast Mode. Carpio Strength and Conditioning. Clear Star Studios. Gang gang. Uh, what else? Let me see. Heart of Toronto Basketball Development. Hot. Uh, uh, foreign Speed. We Love Hip Hop Team. Shout out yourself. Sav. Guts. Gucci. Friday. What's so funny? Gucci. But yeah, that's it. Big it up, 183. 183. Big up Toronto. Um, Savvy, what are you saying? Recovering. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Happy, happy your birthday passed, right? That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So but were you shit-faced like me, though? I don't know. I was drinking rain nephew. Mm, mm, you're a shit-faced then. I, 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 I can't even compete with I that. I was like, I was drinking rain nephew. I was chilling. And I, honestly, I had a really good time. My birth, that, that weekend was great. Gucci, you just cutting into the my noises shit. in the back. Gucci, Gucci. <laughs> just cutting into my <laughs> shit. Um, but I had a really good um, birthday. Thank you guys so much uh, for the the shout outs and the well wishes. I really appreciate it. There was really a lot of them. Um, guts. <laughs> uncut, 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 uncut. <laughs> oh, man. Do you know how many messages? Sub, um... Everything's okay? Why are you getting messages like that? Why are you getting messages like that? Everything all right? Oh, stop. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, I was like, guys. It's- Can you tell the people where you the messages, please? Okay, so I got a birthday message from um, the infamous Mr. Marcus. Mr. Marcus? Yes, One of the best porn stars on the planet. On the planet. He's a porn star. Indeed. Indeed. Okay, excuse me. Indeed. 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 Uncut. Interview will follow it soon based on what happened there. That was that was great. That is what I know. And for those of you who do not know the inside joke, haha, the joke is on you. That's just all I'm going to say. So wait a minute, um, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I don't have a I don't have a break sound. Yeah. Um So what? What are you talking about, uncut? What? Uncut, uncut? No, it's not even that. It's not even the uncut part. But I was like, if you guys know Mr. Marcus. No, no, I mean interview life. Interview life, perhaps. What are you guys gonna interview? Oh, perhaps. Oh shit! Excuse oh, me. Mm. So we won't be the only ones with a porn star on the list on the oh, label. So we won't be the only one who's interviewed a porn star. Facto, and I can ask them more questions than you. <laughs> you guys should re- you guys honestly should reach out to Mindbender and see what he's up to. I will. I, I was thinking about that actually. I was. Mindbender, yes. different type of Christmas. Yes. Watch that the episode. The episode. Episode nine, <laughs> I think. <laughs> 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 and there was like their episode what three? Episode nine. nine? I don't know what episode yeah, it was. Episode it was nine. way back. I just know they interviewed a porn star. That Friday's like best, like probably like something that he enjoyed doing most. Male? Like, he's, yeah, he's a male. 
but he was cheating the whole time. If you watch the interview, Friday is like in his bag, but just ready. Also, you need to Asking know Mindbender though. You have yes. to know who Mindbender is. Like, you, I'm surprised you don't know who Mindbender. Is. I don't no, never heard of him. I didn't know who he was until I watched the. He's episode. like a Toronto hip hop type mm-hmm. of like you know. He's, like, a, he's a legend. He's a legend yeah. in yeah. the hip hop game for Toronto. Give him that, right? Mm-hmm. All right. He ra- and, and and on top of it, he has an identical twin brother, which is a trip. But that's a whole other side story. But yes, Mindbender, a whole different type of Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yo, yeah. Trust yeah, me. Yeah. Shout out to Mindbender, yo. But yeah. Continue with what's going on here. Um, So if you guys don't know the inside about it, then you won't understand it. You know what mm. I mean? Mm. For us, we understand it. We get it. You know, haha, Mr. Marcus, da 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 da. It's great. But if you don't get the joke, <laughs> then of course you're going to think it's absolutely disgusting. <laughs> But Why would it be disgusting? Case. People watch porn. Yeah, but the man said he's thinking about her every time he's sexually. doing it sexually. He's thinking about her. That's my co-host. Mm-hmm. That's my co-host. That's how. I'm that's like, how he feels. Exactly. So it was really, it, it was just really funny. But thank you so much. I posted it, but I didn't know. He, I didn't know who he was. I just like, all right, it's Sav's birthday. Let me yeah. repost this. I really appreciate it though. Like, no, you didn't know. I don't know who he is. Well, Mr. Mr. Marcus knocked down many a thing, yo. Listen to me. If it was a female <laughs> porn star, maybe I would have known. I hear that. You understand? I, mean, I, I don't know the male porn star like that. But I know the old school guy we were talking about a couple weeks ago, right Ron here. Jeremy, because he's a vet. You know. Well, yeah. that's the thing because Mr. Marcus is a vet. He's a black vet. Yeah, like he's actually like he's Knock, one of those knocking him down with his tims. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's with, one of those. with the hat on. With the hat on, it's very important. <laughs> don't forget the cap because without it, it's not a Mr. Marcus. Um, um, so you said a man wears a baseball hat or something? Yeah, like that. every one. There's like a couple. There's probably like ten where he doesn't have on a hat. Ten, maybe. Where he had it on. Yeah, he and it dropped off. It starts with the hat. Yeah, maybe won't finish with the hat, but it starts with the hat. Depending on how intense. Yeah. <laughs> like shoot, let's get into it. Like when Superhead came, Superhead knocked the man off. Still, that like, man probably had to like retire for like half a year or something and come back strong. She knocked him off again. <laughs> but the man came back. Yeah, the man he wasn't ready for her. But like, but the hat sucked the, the soul hat stays out of him. On. Wasn't ready for Superhead, eh? <laughs> sucked the whole soul out of him. But okay. Yeah. Well, she, she Sorry, yeah. I she know gotta, we got, she got to be doing something right for <laughs> the name Superhead. I know Come this is we love hip hop and we got uncut. I apologize. Yeah, so good. We can talk about uncut stuff too. Right. Like, Proud of you guys podcast. for that. I like that. We talk about whatever the hell we want to talk about. If we talk about porn, we talk about porn. Yeah, what the fuck? Is, save all that for uncut. You know what I mean? Yo, Friday's a little dirt bag too. You know, don't make him fool you, eh? Friday with you dread uncut interview for it in soon, so we can get the deets. Friday will get into it. They don't fuck around. Okay, but um, let's continue just our intro quick here. Fast, just to finish what I was saying, I, I appreciate know, yeah. all the shout outs. Thank you guys so much. Like, I didn't realize. I didn't realize that I was famous. Cool, no? And I say this because, you know, famous people be liking my shit. So. You're known. No, I said I'm famous. <laughs> <laughs> like, I said what I said. <laughs> like, so what she said. I said what I said. I'm not taking it back. Um, but like I said, I appreciate the people. Thank you guys so much again. Um, be safe, Toronto. Like, I don't know what's going on on the streets, but just be safe. Like, I know the vid is still out there, and I know it's hot outside and all that stuff, but just stay safe as safe as you possibly can. And, um, yeah, on to the next. Yo, we're the target demographic now, eh? So mind yourself, you know, 20 to 39, eh? Mm. Uh, them team, them, I chat about now, you know, so mind yourself, you know. 
But that man say. Katikati, mm. what you saying? Not much this day. Uh, shout out the team like usual. Mm. Um, check out Six Views Uncut, Trapping Blues, Director Flash. Fire. Also, happy birthday to our one of our alumni, Luna Soleil. Celebrating mm. a birthday today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess it's belated by the time you guys hear this, but I'll uh, shout her out. Um, shout out God Tiny Edibles again. I'm doing a little giveaway with them until like my birthday, I believe. So every Friday, I'm going to be doing uh, a How many giveaway. How is that? Maybe like five. Okay. Five or six. Hint, hint. <laughs> but yeah, um, I'm going to be giving away like uh, edibles, 420 products, all kinds of stuff. So hit up my page, Gutsy Guts, like always. Subscribe to my YouTube channel. Um, Shoot. Somebody else hit me up on the streets. I, I forgot. I got to get like Gucci and remember their names, but shout you out. Just shout out all the fans, all the people that are supporting us. We appreciate you guys. Everybody. Mm. All, all the, what do you call them? The people that support from afar. Like they'll watch and they'll comment, but they won't, you know, like, you know they won't repost or they won't do certain things. But regardless, Haters? we love you. No, no, no. I wasn't a hater. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. But regardless, you know, comment gang strong like always. Oh, you guys are. Oh, yeah. And your, your full interview's out yet? Uh, Eva, Eva Shaw? Um, by the time this drops, yeah. yeah so, yeah, full yeah, interview, yeah, yeah. Eva Shaw, Friday, Ricky Dread, Six Views. Take that in. Um, yeah, that's it that I can think of. Shane, Shane. And big shout out to Gucci Gucci's in the building. You know what I'm saying? Um, back in the building. We're all, we're all back in the building. Shit, this oh, yeah. is a, you know what I'm saying? With their balls. With their balls, you know what I mean? In 4K. <laughs> 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 you know what I'm saying? Not on stupid Zoom. Oh, sorry, not on Zoom. Yeah, 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 yeah. I will use that adjective. Can this what we are do? When we are do. And you know, what we are right. do. And we, we might have to, we're not completely, completely off Zoom yet. You know what I'm saying? We're not, we're not completely out of the, out of the rain or the, the clouds, as they say. It's Friday, V. Don't do that. You know what I'm saying? We never, we never know oh, about the man. second wave. But um, let me get a quick set of shout-outs in here. Um, Shout-out to the Cubicle Gang out there who um, are back at their desks. You know what I'm saying? The ones who do have to go back. Um, um Mentioning the, the Zoomers. Shout-out to the people who are Zooming and doing their, their work from home and all the people who are, are you know, stuck at home doing work and stuff like that who are not, you know, into that whole phase three time. Shout out to all the people who are listening on SoundCloud, Spotify. Shout out to the people who are listening on iTunes. Make sure to subscribe to us on iTunes, all right? And leave some comments, leave some ratings for that uh, for the podcast. And um, shout out to the YouTube viewers. Make sure to subscribe, hit the subscribe button, hit that um, notification bell so you know when we're dropping videos. And we've been dropping like- And become a magic. member. Yes, yes. Make yes. sure to get, hit that membership button Great or the join button. Um, but we've been dropping like what? Four videos a day sometimes? Yes. <laughs> Channel- Crazy busy you know what i'm saying i want to give a quick mention also um because it's going to be going on this saturday um first annual walk for re, um for justice saturday december or sorry december saturday july 25th um the walk is at 1 p.m may i say huh you got your christmas already i know right um so the walk is at 1 p.m um 100 high park avenue is where it's going to be starting from uh community memorials at 2 p.m and it's at bear mountain slash hawk hill in high park scene what's in um what do y'all want to talk about before we get to the list we got a little bit of time i see sab getting back can we talk about the succubus and kanye Oh God! You want to get to yes, Sav. <laughs> I love how you use the word. Do you have the thing here? Her? Because that's Succubus. Watch. 
sound effect, man. Your sound effect. <laughs> the stir, no. the stir pot. <laughs> oh. Okay, I'm gonna pull up Kanye's. Tweet. All you need is a cup and a I spoon. See this. I only we'll see this. make one right now. <laughs> I, I told you guys, this two weeks in a row that their family has been in the news. Mm. Well, okay, let's give some context because, or even though for the people, who, I think everybody who's in the world, if you don't know that Kanye West is like, and not to this. Because you know there's mental health issues going on. He he's gone a, off the deep end. He no, he has a mental he has a mental disability. This he's he's like, having a breakdown. He's actually clinically proven that he has a mental disability. So yeah. he's having he's a breakdown. Is he yeah. really having a breakdown though? He's not having a breakdown. Album coming out on, on. Oh yeah, sorry. Okay, sorry. okay. so sorry. I'll give some context first, and then we'll. we'll. He went on. <clears throat> he started with the South Carolina primaries or whatever. He was trying to you know do his speech. No microphone. He had a big rant. He refused a microphone, actually. There was mics there, okay? He refused using the microphone. He talked to a small crowd, said a bunch of crazy different things, like Harriet Tubman didn't free the slaves. She just let them go to other white people, and a whole bunch of different crazy things, right? And then he got on Twitter the next day, or two days later, right? And then he started with a crazy bunch of tweets, like, um, started with, like, Drake, and then he started going on about... um, let me see if I could find some of his tweets here. Because <clears throat> his tweets were like off the chain. And that was like three days ago where he was talking about uh, um, he didn't want to kill North and, and, and all that because, uh, you know. Um, so give me some context, please. I don't exactly know the story. I look this up. What I heard right away was that apparently, one, first things first, Kanye running for president is was, was blowing my mind already as is. Okay, mm. fine. But I was like, you, which one would be better? Donald Trump or Kanye West? Right. Cool. Move past that. You said you're not writing anymore. The tweet popped or the tweet popped up. The article popped up and said that Kim calls doctor after West breaks down um, as daughter gets into accident or almost dies or something like that. Yeah, he says they're trying to 5150 him. Mm. Flying with two doctors and 5150 him. Yes. He's also saying like, yo, I put my life on, what? You put my life on my God that North mom would never photograph her doing Playboy and mm-hmm. that's on God. I'm at that ranch, come and get me. Mm-hmm. Pretty much saying like, um, put my life on the line for my children that North mother would never sell their sex or what I guess he was trying to say sex tape but he said sex rape yeah um, <clears throat> and that's the one from a few like a few days ago not the last yeah. set of ones Those that, the that's a few ones. days ago yeah, yeah these are the ones for a few days ago everybody knows the movie Get Out is about me mm-hmm. Chris don't play me <laughs> don't play with me you and that Kylie me are not allowed around my children y'all tried to lock me up pretty much saying yeah like yeah it, it, it's bad over there yeah, it's he, a real ghetto thing over there. What Yo. I know is that meme, the best meme that I seen was, what's her name? The Jenner lady. Yeah, Chris, Chris, Chris Jenner. Jenner. She running and they said, Chris trying to <laughs> run to get to the, the Wi-Fi. <laughs> yeah. Wi-Fi, I was That was the best meme. At the when, end of the day, I've been saying that, yo, say, yo, the man married a sucky boss. Mm. Been, I love the words been, so much. Yo, I that, shout that. out, start, shout, shout out South Park for that. But yeah, sucky bus. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? I've been saying that he married a sucky bus. You understand what I'm saying? And I've been saying Kanye West is in that sunken place from Get Out. From I seen the movie, Kanye is one of the first person I thought about. You understand what I'm saying? And if you think about all the references in that movie, mm. it kind of it kind of does seem like they're talking about the Kardashians. Yep. You understand what I'm saying? This it was one daughter instead of five daughters. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So, but at the end of the day. 
even if he is going mentally, he's mentally ill, whatever. Too many people are using that excuse for mental health. Mental health. Well, Yo, for one, don't let your flipping personal business out in social media. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? Like, man up, deal with your personal issues. But no, like you said, he has an album coming out, and God knows whatever. So it's part of the distraction. I feel he had more right? tweets too. Like yeah. the tweets got worse. Right, so like but that, I'm saying. Like but not, I'm just saying. Not to laugh at him, but like the, those tweets. Okay, so I'll put the beginning. So then he did. I'll, so, yeah. I'll get to the ones that he yeah, has. The recently. man said he wants to divorce Kim because he thinks Ray J smashed. No, so no, 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 prison not reform. I mean, not Ray J. Sorry. But you got it? Okay, so I'll pull up between tweets. Sorry. <laughs> so all positivity, and I'll go through some of them here. All positivity when a devil attacks. Um, even if I never see my kids till they're 18, because you believe um, white people on God, North will never be exploited by the system of white supremacy. Straight. Right? That's one of them. MJ told you about Tommy before they killed him. Kim saved my daughter, uh, my daughter's life in Jesus. Um, it's God's choice only. I will live for my children. Chris, um, Chris, I'm um, in Cody. If if you're not planning another one, your children, um, one of your pl- children's Playboy shoots, right? Back with the Playboy stuff, and then you he came with a barrage. Kids, you let your kids basically do Playboy, and now you're basically raising my daughter to do the same thing. Yeah. So there's a few more. Cause hold on, did you also in between there? He also sent out the uh, the text message because he texts Chris Jenner saying, "Yo, this yay, you ready to talk now? Or are you still avoiding my calls?" Then he texted her again. This yay, you want to talk now? Or are we going to war? <laughs> and then he called her Kim on June or whatever. <laughs> Chris Young <laughs> June. <laughs> you see the picture of that though? Have you seen the picture where they photoshopped her? Shame. Yo, they photoshopped her face over Kim Jong Un with the hair and everything, bro. With the, with the crew cut. Yo, I'm like, wow. I should have fucking the unbeatable I, internet. <laughs> yo, un d. Feated. Okay. So let me get through a few more of these here. Um, come and get me. Larsa, right with the with the wondering emoji, um, in Jesus' name, Drake, with the with the wondering emoji. Should I name more? And then I'll get to the last last one. Then he says something about he likes this one rapper, but he won't do a song with him. <laughs> yeah, that was like the, the last oh, last the baby. tweet. I like, um, I like the baby or something. Baby. Like, yeah, little baby, but he won't do a song with me. Right. So they or try to fly like two doctors to fifty one fifty me. Right. I've been trying to get a divorce since Kim and, and Meek met at the Vandervolt prison for reform. prison reform. In quotations. I got 200 <laughs> more to go. This is my lady tweet of the night. Chris Jong-Hyung. Ladies? No, but that's what he said. Like, but he's, is, he's yeah, trying, he's to, say trying to say ladies. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. Right? I was like, his what tweet? Um, Chris Young June. Lil Baby, my favorite rapper, but won't do a song with me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing at the situation. Little baby, my favorite rebel. No, I'm laughing at him. First off, I'll say, I like to anybody that does have bipolarism or whatever you want to call it. That's Mm. like a real problem out there, and that needs to be touched on. Like people really do need to get help for that. Facts. This is all a ploy, people. You think it's all a ploy? Bro, do not fall for Kanye's BS. Be the man dropping an album on Friday. He does this all the time, like. People, people were falling off the Will and Jada stuff. We were going black on, we were going back to Black Lives Matter and and what were what the stuff that were really important. Kanye was just like, let me interrupt that. He does this all the time, bro. He does. He's, a distra- not- he's the biggest distraction in America. I don't care what anybody I'm not says. That. I just no, oh yeah, I'm don't just think. I just, but I honestly believe that he has a disability. Like I don't think that or a disorder. Disorder. Sorry. Yeah. No, you know what happened. Someone flashed the light in his eyes right before he went to talk. And that's what happened. 
The man said, oh, take a picture. Uh, get out! <laughs> that's what happened. <laughs> then the man had his rant. You understand what I'm saying? They couldn't. That's what he's just like the Mimi said. She's going to reset. The, right? Yo, with her, it's not a coffee cup. No. It's a wine glass. You understand what I'm saying? Are you, you guys know? talking about Get Out references? Yes. I've never seen this movie. What? I'm sorry. You're slipping. <laughs> you've you 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 never seen it either, right? <laughs> you've never seen it either? That's why I see Sam over here. No, like, what? These guys, yo, they're, not, they're all in a sunken place, eh? Mm. Don't get interested. You know what it is for me? You know what it is for me? I'm going to tell you why. Don't yo. I'm going I'm to tell, tell you exactly what it is. One, I don't watch movies. That's, that's facts, all facts. I don't watch movies. You turn on the movie, me would drop sleep. Mm. Promise you that. That's not that's not what it's for. So then you're not a Netflix and chiller type of girl then. No, then we're gonna fuck. That's what no, we're but gonna I'm do. Just, I'm just <laughs> saying though, but like uncut. Uncut. Netflix is just background music. Yeah, Netflix is background music. I'm not saying, but you know, but just, you put I'm, the move, but yeah, I'm just saying. I'm, I'm just, I'm there's just, certain things that I, I will watch. Don't get it twisted. You know what I mean? I'll sit there, I'll watch things. We can talk about them, whatever. Mm. That movie though. We established one thing you will watch. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Mr. Marcus. Damn. Happy birthday. Rico, Mr. Marcus, <laughs> Wesley Pipes on mute. Okay. Let's I'm let's sorry, let's get sorry. back to the center for a second. Okay. <coughs> Excuse the me. The mental health thing, just um, with um with what you're saying, right? Kim addressed this. She came back yeah, after she, everybody she said, right? Or no, she put a no. bunch of things in her stories. No, she put oh. it in a store in oh, her stories, but yeah. I think it was a news other report people, too. Other people like you, everybody was running yeah. it. It's, Why? It's I, other, I got the yeah, story. I kept it's all the, the other, stories. It's <laughs> the other side of the story, right? I need a receipt. Fucking I just think sound the effect. thing is, and that's why I'm like. I feel like she would have. I I feel like she has the potential to be a bitch in public. So why not be a bitch about this situation? Why are you trying to be all because, politically correctica about it? She's because always, it's clean up. Nah, because, <clears throat> because even when it's clean up, she always comes out and still she will always do some bitch shit. Yeah, but she doesn't want she doesn't want my boy to come out and be like, yeah, we were talking about prison reform, all right. You know what? The divorce is gonna happen. If the man said in the tweet he's been looking to divorce her, now he's put it out there publicly. Mm. She has no. She, she's like, what is she gonna do? Oh, he's bipolar. He doesn't want to divorce me. I think the, the divorce is, is eminent. And yeah, well, Meek also responded and said, that's Cap. So let's get Meek smashing out of our minds. He was like, it was prison reform. Why? Just because he said that's Cap, that exactly. you have to get that out of the mind? No. Why? Dream, dream this is clean up for everybody, fam. Everybody said, Nick. No, not everybody's willing to Jada. Not everybody's willing to Jada. Exactly. Jada and Will said, oh, well, that never happened. <laughs> dream chasers don't entangle, my nigga. What are you talking nah, about? Nah, <laughs> they're dream chasers. Maybe that was one of his dreams and he made it true. I'm Uh-oh. just saying. It's funny because they use the word entanglement, though. Hot take gooch. Yeah, I honestly feel like it's the Kardashian curse. Everybody that goes around Shots. the Kardashian. Shout out, Tiger. Tristan. Something, 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 something happens, and Humphreys. It been like that. Yeah, even look Kurt, at look right? at look at even Tory Lanez. Sorry, Chris Humphreys. Oh, the Tory. I told you guys from last week, two weeks in a row, them day and I knew. Yo, what what did Miss said though? I they were trying to recruit the man into the sunken place, yeah. eh? That's and the man started wheel off and pop off his gun. He said, "No." They tried to yo, remember. Kylie Jenner, eh? She's a little, yo, she's a cool, you know, I'm the cool one. She's the one that comes at you sideways. You don't think she's coming to get you, Mm -hmm. but she's coming for you. Okay, I'll give y'all two. (laughs) Kylie's not the cool one. It's actually the next one. 
Kendall. Well, Kendall, Kendall. Sorry, Kendall. Not Kendall. She's the one who stays out of all the trouble. She's, She's not none to mix up. That's and was, two, that was one who's at Tory, right? Was Kendall? No, no, no it, was it was Kylie. Kylie. Oh, it was She's Kylie. Kylie. That's, she that's what's his name's white girl. You know, um, Tiger. Tiger. No, the next suit there. Travis Scott. Baby father. Yes. Travis Scott. Okay. Yeah, she's blend up and so make my sure bad. She I apologize. I apologize right? for the yeah. tall one because that woman wants to. She's the cool one. She stays out the mix up, right? And I'm just crazy. We're having like a Kardashian discussion here. Two. <laughs> it's, I don't it's think that, they shit, yo. I, I feel like everybody has them in this demonized place, but they're probably not that bad. <laughs> they're probably really nice people. Kendall, <laughs> no, do you not watch Keeping Up with Kardashians? Fam, they're not. No, I've watched. Yo, fam, when, dude, big side note, no side note. When I was doing my time, <laughs> I binged on that shit. Word. When you're doing Every pen man time to get Jill you, binges on card anything female they can get. Yo, Women's Health magazines, and on. But in the in in the pen to give you all these cable channels and yeah, shit, yeah. right? So I was able to watch E, and that's all I was binging on. But I don't think that everybody everybody has them painted as some some yo if you come around like I feel like when you're around them they're probably really nice they're accommodating you get anything you want yeah. you know what I'm saying yeah but if that's you the, get that's mixed the up that's, that's on the you but yeah. that's, that's, that's the hook but is it really yeah, that's okay. the hook okay you can say it's on you if, if it's like a one two people mm. yes you can say it's on you right but look at every the track man track the track record. record is crazy fam yo. they turned a dude to a lady fam. A decathlon. Like, come on, B. Olympian. Bro, Rob, first wife? Rob is cat. even, even like the but people no, in house of the he, family. Rob is messed up. I, even <laughs> Scott Nicholson goes around him. Fam, it, it doesn't matter who you are. If you're a man, you have to be mentally ready to go into a Kardashian, bro. Like, it's not even no, about not, physical yeah. or no. anything else, money. You got to yes. be mentally but ready for that. But it's not because of no silent um, Illuminati bullshit. These people are on TV. They're part of an e-television show. So okay. if you make the decision that you're going to smash one of them, just no say. You're going to be on camera all the time. You might become content. Everything, dog. So if that's what you're getting into, deal with it, fam. But but you can't even say, but fam, this is what I'm saying. It's not even the E. It, it's more than the TV show. Because look at, look Reggie at, Bush was before the TV show. Yo, Ray J no, was he before. wasn't. Yes, he was. Yes, he Reggie was. Reggie was before the TV. Reggie was before the TV. Reggie was before the TV. was like right. That. You know, I mean, Think Reggie about it. Reggie, Reggie went downhill after that. Yo, she went big. Yo, okay. Reggie had to leave her, bro. After the Super Bowl, she thought, oh, we're, we're going to get married and everything that. And my man said, nah, son, kick rocks. And what's he doing now? Who, Reggie? He's chilling though. Reggie no, Bush, well, he has Reggie a family. Bush, Reggie, Reggie Bush, Bush is lost, good. You lost, basically, your football career went downhill after that. Poor thing. You found a next girl that looked exactly like him. Yeah. And it made no sense. Great. Wow. You slept with Reggie. You made a fucking sex tape. You got fucking famous. Your mom convinced you to get your your all these injections, whatever, whatever. You did it, and now you're even more famous. Okay, Reggie. Hold on. Look at Paris Hilton. She was beside Paris Hilton all you the time. You are the assistant you with Paris the messed Hilton up no eyebrows, B. No, but remember when Paris Hilton said Kim Kardashian, or they said Kim Kardashian who, and they laughed. <laughs> because where's she now? Where are both of them? But, okay, but the less, the what's the next one name? Nicole. Nicole, where's Nicole and Paris? Remember they Maga. both laughed after it. <laughs> Kim, said, who's Kim? That's what okay. she but Ray J, let's use Ray J for an example. What's going on with him? He ain't falling off. He's not on crack somewhere. He's he's no, just Ray a businessman, but he had to fall off he though. He picked himself back. Not per up. se he was not per se he was doing anything at the time. Anyways. You know what happened with Brand? I mean with him, the curse transferred to Brandy. That's what happened to him. Bro, she killed somebody. The curse, the curse, the curse transferred to Brandy. You understand what I'm saying? Okay, 
Let's 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 we get off together. Exactly, because you. But <laughs> I have to say, I'm to shoot them some bail. Okay. I have to say something quick, fast, because you mm. guys came for the Kardashians over Bruce, and yes, I called her Bruce because that is what your name is. That's okay? dead name. You're gonna get in trouble for that. People, you don't call the dead name. Yeah, you're gonna get. You're gonna hear okay. cuss words Fine. for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't, the don't new Jenner lady. What's her What's her name? Caitlyn. Caitlyn with a C. With a K. Disrespectful. Okay. His, her or, first was wife. It with a C. No, it's with a C. No, no it's a K. Yeah. With her first wife. Remember, K. Kardashian. K. I know, but he. I think he. I, I think he did. Okay, whatever. Continue. Go on. His first wife said he was a little bit weird in the first place. Yeah, like he was. He, she, he she was a little bit funny to times begin she with. Caught the man mm. on one, two. It's not Chris's fault. It is not. That one is not Chris's fault. The thing about it is, you went into a no. family of women. Hold on that a second, just, though. But hold on. That you had a. There's a bunch of family of women like that just said earlier. that they were just going to be like super, like flamboyant about their, like their. No, their, no, 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 no. But you don't get like, it. I, I don't, don't understand see it. it. You don't see it. That family destroys men. That's what they do. That family destroys men. Look what they did. Look what she did to her own son. The only one that really can bear Kardashians left on this planet okay the man gave out a kardashian to black china all these other ones aren't kardashians eh? they're west Kardashian. but yo say by her track is fire but yo listen <laughs> at the end of the day look what they did to their own brother the man can't even use his own name middle name he's like yo i want to make stuck a stock a, a sock company and use my own middle name and kim looked at him and said no i use that already for something else and the man had to fall back and be like, I can't even use my own middle name. What the hell is this? Yo, Rob, look at how fat and depressed the man is. You should have capitalized on the shit first. Mm. A lot of mercy. Well, yo, let's get off. Should have capitalized on his own birth given name yes. first. And Why? It's his name. Why? Sue her. Rihanna sued her daddy at one, so I don't understand what the problem is. Sue her. If you can't afford to sue your sister, that's your problem, sir. Yeah, but that's also on his mom, too. How? His mom don't give him the opportunities to make the money like that. Well, then he should All of them focus on the... Guess look, what? Then I she, guess you should be wearing rode, a dress. She wrote him off. That's, but that's the, the whole point. He didn't, he didn't get into the dress. On to the next. My boy got into the dress and did the whole sex change and thought the money was going to come. What happened? The money came. Now look at him. Where this is, is he now? This is my point right here. Look how dangerous they are. <laughs> Look how dangerous they Fact. are. Fact. They are just dangerous. About Kim Kardashian. We ain't got that kind of money. Who cares? Okay, we can't be keeping up with a Kardashian. Shout out let's, Kim let's, let's, KB. All I'm saying let's, is, let's keep up with some hip hop. Good, good wishes KB. to uh, to Kanye. You know, blessings. Mm. You know, hopefully yes, he gets the help he needs. Don't lock him up. Yo, hopefully Kim, he gets that divorce. You yo, know what I'm Kim, saying? Me and Gucci are on the come up still. If you're trying to get an entanglement after that, you know what I'm saying? Leave. Gucci's just grinning. Struggle over here to do it by himself. Don't do that. Hashtag battery emoji. Um, okay, let's move on to some 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 music here. Um, Can we didn't even do that yet? No, no, no. <laughs> We've been talking all this shit. <laughs> the Kardashians and got our brains mash up, yo. Holy fuck. Um, but um, music time. <laughs> the, number, the top six. In top six. Toronto. Top six in Toronto. And oh, also, you know what I forgot to big up? Big up the Youngsterdam Lounge over here at 529 Young Street. That we're finally back at. We're at the old settings. You know what I'm saying? We're like season three set up right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We're taking it Nostalgic, back. Nostalgic, you, you know? know what I'm saying? But um, top six tracks or top six music videos all compiled of a list of shit that came out this week. Not as crazy as usual, but still a lot, a lot nice, of music. Nice list. I'm sorry. I was a little bit wasted. Soft, soft. Don't worry. Soft. I was, I was, I was, I'm Are your birthday, there. man. I feel supposed to get wasted. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. 
Unless you're sober like Friday. Yeah. You understand? I'm out there in these internet streets, fam. Softing. But yeah, you still got a lot of this on the list here. And, you oh, know, like, like I said, we're both out here out in these internet streets trying to find all of these Canadian tunes. I went out west and I was like, honestly, ooh, they gave yeah. me some heat this weekend. I was like, ooh, I'm a wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm. yeah shout wait. out to the West Coast. But we finally got a list. Shout out to the people. It's all compiled by the people. Nothing just based on like the numbers. So shout out to the comment gang. Comment gang strong. But number six. The real quiche. Pop funds. Pop funds. Cool little truth there. What do y'all think of that? Fire, fire, fire. fire the tracks fire. all week. <laughs> the, the, all five tracks are good. Or six, five. All six tracks are good. But this, uh, uh, this uh, track, uh. you know... I enjoyed the track, you know, because I really like Push 2. Mm. So as soon as I heard it, I was like, oh, shoot, you gave me a music video to this. this yeah, that, it's a theme to push for. for yes, that's your, know, like my guns, I like them, like my YTs, I like them stainless. Mm. Yeah, that's what it was. It's push. I knew it was one of these, these shows. And I was like, yo, I heard this at first. If, I You missed the beginning of the video. That's what yeah. happened because in the beginning. It, it's there. I know when the line. You, but when you watch it, yeah. if you pay attention to the video. It's clips from it. Yeah, it's clips from the, from Push. I caught that part. After, yo, listen to me. It took me by this, like, when he said it, like, yo, like my shirts, I like my like, like my guns, I like them stainless or whatever. Like mm. my tees, like whatever. You know what I'm trying to say. But anyways, it's not my song. But yes, the song is fire. It's her song. Whoever's sorry, it's not my song. It's her song, whatever. But it's fire. And it's like, yeah. I remember it's from Push, and then you see the clips. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, for a second, I was like, that's not Life of the Dot. I'm like, is it Life of the Dot? And then I'm like, no, no, no. It's and Push. Then it's Push. I know, but it's like, at first I was like, is it the Life of the Dot? No, that's the that's Push. Also, there's scenes in there yeah, clips that we haven't about. seen yet. Yes, there are. Yeah, no, some bonus because, you know. Mm, also. Yo, he's an he's a evil genius. Nemesis. You know what? I appreciate Shout out them. that, too. Mm. You're a female rapper. You gave me, you gave me, I shake it in the video and uh, I appreciate that. And I'm not saying that other females don't give me that, but I was like, yo, bro, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Because yeah. it's appreciate. It's a, it's a cut from the man them in the kitchen. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. A girl doing her thing, you know, objectifying some other chicks. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Gretzi, what do you think of this? I, show? Like, I like the video. Dope video. I mess with Push. Um, I, I like mean, real, kush, new, uh, new real quiche. Out, yeah. I like what she's doing. Dope little video there. The dope song. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kes? Pardon? Is it not Kess? Real quiche or Kess? Quiche. Quiche. It's quiche. Oh, yeah, okay. real quiche. Also, um, they're paying homage in a part of the video where it's like they're, well, kind of. When they're running with the Super Mario mask, the, ro- the yes, bank robbery or whatever, that's like, I think they're paying homage, right? Set it off. Okay. Because the next chick jumps in the whip, and then she puts the CD in first. Throws it out. Right? Just throw it out the window? No, no. She, she, puts, her, she, she puts her CD of, the, of her tune in. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But remember, in, in Set It Off, Queen Latifah could never leave until she puts in the CD. Yeah, because mm-hmm. what she would do, she'd steal the car. Mm-hmm. She'd go through their music. She'd be like, bullshit, bullshit, <laughs> bullshit. All right, I can rock with this. Yeah. she put in, because then even in, in like Jada and all, I'm like, yo, hurry up, Chloe. What the hell are you doing, man? Yeah. She said, yo, I got to find some riding music, man. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and then they said, that's like one of the MOs they realized, say, yo, every time there's a stolen car for the bank robbery cds on the out on yeah. the floor yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotta watch that I haven't watched that in no a minute mm-hmm. set it off what's the her. procedure Fire. when you got a gun to your head 
I don't even remember that. Yeah, this nigga's like a, 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 a human movie oh, reel. Fuck. That movie right there? I'm, I'm, I can't I, lie. I, I, I do remember that person. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, shout, out to, oh. shout out to Real Key Show. She's doing it for the ladies. Yeah, you know I'm, I'm happy to see lady female rappers. I'm happy to see all the female rappers doing their thing. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? It's about time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know you're out there. You know what I mean? It's glad. I'm glad there's more than a handful. You side know what I'm saying? No sidebar, mm. put out music so that I could promote you. Yeah. <laughs> True that. Yeah, 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 yeah. We we can we can have a whole female rappers or women rappers not putting out music as frequent as the men, but I feel that that would be like a whole half an hour. Let's put that on the Pinterest board for something for, for some for yeah. time because I feel that's a big issue with our Toronto hip hop scene. But mm-hmm. we'll move on. Number five, Lunchbox FFN, literally. Mm. You came hard on this one. Mm. Mm-hmm. Kind of a bone crusher vibe. Yes. All I know is that the whole time I was like, yeah. He's from Toronto? I'm not sure. It was on the Six Buzz premiere. Shout out Six Buzz. So I always assume that they're from Toronto. When definitely it's on gave Six me Buzz. that bone crusher so, vibe as well. I was thinking like a Toronto bone crusher. Mm. If they're not, there's a hashtag. There's always a hashtag if you pay attention to the videos that they post. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If they're not from Toronto and they don't have like a, a separate hashtag mm. it'll say where they're they don't hashtag right, it'll location top, yeah. will yeah, be yeah, where yeah, they're yeah, from yeah, so yeah 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 just just in case, like ever for the for future reference future, yeah future yeah reference. no you're right you're right that yeah his and his one thing also i want to say about this quick fast his flow or his cadence patterns and stuff like that he i like how it just switches from from bar to bar you know what i'm saying like he'll not just the flow but like he'll go like a high voice and then back to his gruffy voice like i was like okay you're doing something different, fam. I ain't mad at you. A, he was having fun in that video, and that's why I liked it. Is the Bone Crusher reference because he's a, a heavy dude? I think, I think it's, it's not just out. that. Yeah, the hair out. I think he had his hair. He had his hair out. He had no yeah, shirt on. Yeah, even the energy. You think that's what he was trying to go for, or he was I don't just, think that's I don't what know. he was going for. But just the energy that he was giving me definitely was a I Bone Crusher. I wonder if he knows. I wonder how old he is. If he knows Bone Crusher. I think I got some lyrics written down here. No, actually, I don't. That's for the next one. Oh. I'll save that for the next one. All right. <laughs> but yeah, the videos Ready. like he's definitely looking like he had fun in the video. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I want to see if they uh I want to see if they put the little thing on the bottom, but no no. Anybody else got anything on this? Toronto. They're from Toronto. They're from Toronto? Did you watch this one? They got the foreign whips. Mm. And they're driving them. Yeah. I'm just gonna say that. In the next one? No, in this song. No, in this one. Then you got the fire going on in the back. I'm there, like, low-key watching. They got the foreign whips, and and they're driving them. They're driving them. They, like, own them. I like that. Mm. That's what he's saying, too, in the song. Not necessarily. That's what he's saying, though. Oh. When you listen, if you're paying attention, like, that's that's what he's saying. Them own the car, them drive. That's what he's saying. That's what I was like. Okay, 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 okay. There we go. I wish I had my gunshots today. Okay. But okay, let's No gunshots? Uh, I, not the ones that I want. I, I need the ones with the deep uh, bass in them. I got some, oh, some you kinda want, Oh right. you want the heavy shots. Oh that's like a nine. Too much buck. Let me see Next. what kind of gunshots I got in here before we move on to uh, forty uh, calorie nine. That's no, probably nine. Too much buck. I got some lasers. Okay. <laughs> Sound like western guns. That's what it's basically just happened. I need that thirty eight kickback. Um <laughs> but number foul. Mula first. 
drill some more foul. <laughs> interesting, interesting title. Mm. Indeed. Interesting <laughs> title. <laughs> yes, indeed. Okay. Um, what do y'all think? I feel like that went over my head. I don't understand. Well, there, there's another song by another Toronto artist called Drill Samo. There's a couple. <laughs> Drill Samo too. So he jumped three. So the fact he, well, he kind of jumped one, but no, he jumped three. There's no, there's no three. No, just Drill Samo two though. Yeah. I, I so love like how he, we're yeah, talking so in code, just, yeah. but I know that the audience knows what the hell we're talking about. <laughs> At least the YouTube ones. <laughs> so yeah, there's Josimo 1, and then there's Josimo 2, right. and then there's no Josimo 3. Oh, well, okay, I see what you're saying. Jumped right there. He jumped 3. He jumped Said, 3. I thought you meant like he jumped 3 places, but no, he didn't no. jump the he, third He one. didn't give so him a chance three. to drop 3. Yeah. <laughs> he went straight <laughs> to 4. <laughs> he went straight to 4. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Moolah is definitely on his shit. I don't know... Indeed. I don't know what sparked sparked him, you know. Man called himself Magneto, no? Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Well, if you remember from the last video, it used to be Einstein. it's like he's pretty much calling out everybody. But that's like, what I'm saying. The man, the 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 man, in the mic, in the mic, in the mic. Sorry. The man to the biggest said, artist in the world, I know you can see me. So it's like, Moolah's on one right now. I, I feel I like he's, he's saying like, yo, somebody come out at me. Like, like I'm on I, one. I like, feel like he's like Magneto when he just got the helmet. Sorry, Charles. <laughs> you it's just the power it's just the power of knowing that no one can mess with you bro that's mm. why yo magneto's a strong character yo, if you know about magneto magneto's no joke eh? mm. Mag- oh there's something there's something uh, there's something off about you today magneto's always about the smoke always <laughs> listen to me <laughs> you have to know about magneto bro mm. yo x-man versus street fighters one of the illest characters, Magneto, bro. Mm, Gucci. What's wrong? It's crazy because... Don't hold the mic, man. It's, it's <laughs> rapper. It's crazy because, yo, his confidence... That's what I'm saying. ...is, like, through the roof. Like, so right now, like, you know when you're talking to someone and you're just looking right through them? Like, it's just, he's I looking he through people. Right? The man like, said, nigga, I'm feisty. Yeah. I'm the next Jay-Z. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, I think he knows he's 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 like probably the hottest right now. Like what's going on right now? Like, Yo, if you were, if you offend it, then go defend it. Mm, like he's that. he wants somebody to just call him out. That's how it feels. That's like. what, that's he, yeah, he, no, he, he, he he's looking for someone to, to respond. Yeah. He's looking for someone somebody to respond. Yeah, he's want, anybody who wants this quick smoke. Cause I'm giving it out quick, eh? Quick smoke. You want quick smoke? Holler at me, cause that's what he's doing. He's just giving out quick smoke. Quick smoke. It's all rapid fire. Bop, 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 bop. Okay, I got a bar here. <laughs> that wasn't the bar. <laughs> that was not the bar, people. Okay, so um, niggas drinking that douce, thinking they drilling. Niggas, uh, niggas get hot and do innocent killings. <laughs> Jeez. Oh my god. Oh, that was like the first one to bar of the song. Okay. <laughs> the, I, I'm sorry, other Toronto rappers, we all love everybody's music, the ones that we do love. So I don't want to get too hyper, like as if we're like, yo, yo, you got the key. No, yo, the man's on. No, one. just the track is fine. Tra- yo, listen, the man is definitely yeah. in his pocket. <laughs> He's looking for smoke. Yeah, He's yeah. looking for other artists to bring him smoke. I like the energy. From the I man, just like that energy. Like you said, the man said, the yo, from the biggest artist. Yo, what? Hold on. So 
three weeks now, four weeks now. We've been talking about Muda. He's been on the list every week. The man's a week. Yo, the man's. But that's what I'm trying to show you. The last time was yo. The man just dropped something at 11:45 at night. Like we're reading the list. The man's dropping another video. That's what I'm trying to show you. Like the man is just right now. He's like yo. Anybody answer back? That's what he's looking for. I got a question for you about that. If we can later, if I can throw it in there. Okay, Pinterest board. <laughs> it's like right, it the Pinterest board is getting full. It's a cubicle friggin'. We got women rappers not getting, um, not putting out enough music, and and something that gutsy got in his brain. Yeah, Pinterest board. That's question. <laughs> okay, um, number three though. Roni. Mm-hmm. That one was pretty sick. Yo. They cuff us and they abuse us, whatever. Like, yo, Ron, he comes hard all the time. Like, his tracks are always fire. Excuse me. Like, since he was young, when he first appeared, his sound and his style hasn't pretty much... It's like it's, I'm not saying he's, like, stagnant or anything, but mm. his style is just sick. He's right in his pocket, and as he's getting, like, older and more music, he's just more and more in his zone. Mm. And I appreciate that. Like, his style is... Like, the man said, yo, when it was, it was only me and my machine on the block... Like yo, do, like I, I like yeah. I like exactly what he's saying in the track. Yeah, I, I, I can feel the vibe he's trying to put off in that track also. And like I said, he's another consistent rapper. Ever since he touched road from day one, day out the first day out freestyle. First day out, yeah, yeah. Man's yeah, been yeah. just putting down work. So I appreciate that one hundred percent. I I didn't ask you about the last track. I don't know if you got anything on the last track, but what do you think about this track? Since we're already on the next, I know. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know because she was live. Was Mike was going on twisting and yeah, that's okay. You do want to ask me about that one? That's fine. Um, Unless you got something on that, I have a lot, but it's okay. I'll allow it. <laughs> <laughs> I think you guys were on it for long enough. Um, it's good. <laughs> I think I'm over Roni. Yeah. Ooh, hot Yo, hot yeah. have. Why? It's always the same. You think so? Yes. I say it all the time. What do you want different from him? Bro, your flow is the same. It's just the same. It's the same. The beats I want to be the same. It's the same. Do something different, be it's the same. It's, but the, the, it's the, the same. Okay, but like the baby. It's ba- the same. But you want to give me a something. video in the field. You want to give me a video in your house. You did not in the laundry room. Well, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> But he didn't have the laundromat of money. He had the laundromat of, <laughs> of, of, of herb. Don't ask me that. I told you. I gave him my opinion. <laughs> Gutsy, what do you think? I liked it. Um, I like Roni. Um, I like the B. <laughs> <laughs> You're so trash. I didn't say I didn't like him. I said I was over it. I know. I'm you just saying. I, I, I never said you did it. I'm just saying. I like, you know, I just, yeah, I like yeah, the man. Yeah. Like, I feel like you take your shots. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. But no, um, the beat, the way the beat came in, I didn't think he was going to come flow on it like that. So mm. that's what I liked about it too. He did switch up the styles. Of yeah, he switched up. Yeah. I, I will go with um, yeah. Sav he with did. the video. I do want you to do something with the video. I'm always a guy like, shoot, bro. I don't know what your situation is. Obviously, it's sticky outside. Who knows? I'm not saying like he's afraid or anything. But yeah, I like the song. The song's yeah, dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, Roni. the Goni's with him. So he's good. Yeah. Roni's been doing his thing this year again, too. He's been very, very consistent this year as well. Yeah. Well, I know he dropped the album last year. And then now, he, he, I think he's gearing up for another one from... What I'm seeing is Instagram and whatnot. You know what I'm saying? Anything else before we before we move on to number two? Gucci Gucci. All right. So number two, 
Ro um, not Roni. The Crook. It's a lot of alumni on the list. Sorry. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. Didn't we interview this nigga? The Crook. Wartime. <laughs> so he officially dropped the killer. I think so. A long time. Yeah. Before, like that was before, like after. I know, I know. After our interview and stuff like that, but I know the last time I remember. No, the after the it wasn't right after interview it was after because he went he got locked up after the interview, right? Mm -hmm. When he came out, that's when he dropped it because oh. they were calling him that, and he was like, and not, and then he came out with that track, and that's when it was dropped. So mm -hmm. it was dropped from okay, then. Okay, okay. He needs to get that Instagram name then, because he still has Killer the Crook on Instagram. Mm. Maybe oh, he so. can't get it. Mm. Yeah, maybe the so, crook is already yeah, talking. Definitely that's, a name that's already Come off the crook name, Red Jim. Yo, you know what happened to Puffy, right? The man said, yo, you want Sean Combs? You have to buy all my combs. Mm. Puffy was trying to get Sean Combs, his name. Uh -huh. There's a man out there. His name is, is Sean Combs because he sells combs. Puffy was trying to get the thing. The man said, okay, you want the, you want the thing? You have to buy up all of my combs. Like Tasty. quarter million dollars worth of combs. That's Puffy's like, you know what? Keep shit. that shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh lord. Well, we all think of this this crook video here, right. video tune, whatever. Yeah, I like the track. Mm. It's, it it it, it, it kind of remember um the one that the, the first uh, dramatic that song. I don't know if that's the name mm. of the track, but it kind of the flow kind of remind me like of that track. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm yeah, a yeah, fan yeah. of Killer the Crooks or the Crooks music. Excuse me. I'm a fan of the Crooks music. You know yeah. what I'm saying? He can definitely rap. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, he can put mm -hmm. the bars together. So, like, oh, yeah. Do I got some bars? Do I got some bars? Savvy, we before before we I dropped his bars. So, his videos are also boring. Jesus Christ. Okay. <laughs> Let me explain. Your day in ICM <laughs> warehouse is the same one as the last video. <laughs> that is one. I'm not easy enough. I was like, yo, bro. I was like, if you're going to be in the same warehouse, B, give me something different. You're Stop on the easy. car. That's the problem. Them, that no, I can, I can, I notice these. I'm sorry. You, I got me looking at music videos all like for like a week. I'd be watching music videos and then mm. you want to be popping up like this. One. I can see yeah. that. You know what I mean? They want to like, Respect. I can see it. Like, I'm not trying to be disrespectful or anything, yeah, but yeah, I'm yeah. just like. No, you know what? Just I, give me, but what I, I can say, what I can say is that the graphics in the video, those I appreciated because I liked how, like, he was standing there, and then it kind of got like, um, black and white. Like not like not like black and white. It got like anime. Mm. Like he kind of like turned into like cartoonish, like like a comic book. That's mm. what I meant. Like he kind of mm. like turned into like a comic book. Um, when you're sitting in front of the guns. No, not when he's sitting in front of the guns. Yeah, I think he's standing by a wall. Oh, okay. He's yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I think it's like a green screen wall. I don't think there's actually yeah, much no, it's not a burner. Cool. It's like it's a like a like a yeah. Like no, a I think he's actually. I don't know if it's, I don't know. Maybe who knows? Maybe he was at the range one time. Who knows? It, it could be airsoft. I'm not saying. But you that's know. what that's what I pre, that's what like keeps the the video going type of yeah. thing. Like mm. the the rest of the visuals. But I was like. If you're gonna be in the warehouse, bro, try another party or something. Yeah, like, yeah. don't give me the ceiling again because I know it's I the same one. It, it, it seemed like the part where the cars were, where the two cars were. Mm. I was looking at, but the, it was dark, so I was like, I, I it's like you know when you see like, like kind of like a deja vu. I was like, but I still was like the track's fire. I was like, I, didn't even, it, I really didn't petty it until you said something. That's when it was like, oh, the black cat. But you the know? track is fire because. You gave me bars in the whole mm. track. I'm, he like always I said, gives I'm out not, bars. I'm not like I said. I liked it. It was it was good. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Gutsy before I, before I drop some of his, his bars here because I got some of his bars written down. Yeah, same thing. It was, it was, I, I like the track. Um, videos are right. Nothing too special. But mm. like, I like the track. Obviously, the crook is always barred up like usual. So I want to see I, I want to see an album from him or hear an album or a mixtape from him. I want to see like what he can actually put together musically. And and interview yeah. part two. Oh yeah, not two. Uncut two if he wants to come true. But yeah, mm. where, where's the bars at? Um, niggas smoke my blunt after that. Try to smoke me too. Mm. Yeah, and I think he needs a second verse. And he says he, like, he listen. He listen. He, he man he, said he got bun twice. Twice. I was yeah. like, man oh, said the video. I, I got bun twice. I like, listen, I'm still here. I, uh, this right here. These are four bars. Your bars. Friday. Give me the bars. You need a beat. Hold on now. No, 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 no. Chill, 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 he needs right a second verse. Came out of retirement. He needs a second verse. Send on the open, fam. Send oh, the open. Oh, so Friday wants to get on the track with the, with the crook. Let me remix that. Oh, so where's the bars? Let's hear them. No, 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 no. no. Ah, Friday got <laughs> Friday got camera shy. Behind the scenes? Hmm? Off the camera, we'll hear it. Something about the all, these, all these niggas cap. Okay, whatever. You don't, no, no, don't, don't give no, 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 a partial. Are you gonna read the bars or you're not gonna no, read the bars? I wanna hear it with the beat, no, cause I wanna hear it with the beat. Some niggas I interviewed. Right? Yeah. Yo, brother, come on, stop. They this. keep that trash coming. Alright. You All know right. what I'm saying? But this guy that's a whole nother story. Some, some, <laughs> some I don't know what you're doing. We're definitely gonna Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> We'll save that for another day. Yeah. Um, anything Rick, else on this tune? Writer Rick came out of retirement. That's what happened. Well, listen, I don't know uh, what came over me. I was, was like, beat. oh my God. Why it was the, the beat. Why am I Who's writing? the producer? <laughs> Who produced it? Big up um, the producer. J-Mac. J-Mac, J-Mac yes, on the yes. beat. So you know what to do, J-Mac on the I was beat. Like, Send Friday a beat. J-Mac, you need to come get that. Interview. Why That's won't my fingers stop typing lyrics? Oh, okay, let me get Writer Rick I, came I, out I, of I retirement. Threw the phone away. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to start getting into the mix with yeah, all these I'm guys, Yeah, I'm saying man. he's going to tease people with these half a lines from the bars. I'm out he of needs breath. the beat. He needs the beat. <laughs> we love hip-hop cypher coming soon Damn. with um, Friday, Guts, and Gucci. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, no. The man them can rap. Yeah, 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 yeah. Guts, you can rap? Check it. Yo, Guts, you can rap? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. We'll, Yo, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll get to that another we day. We love hip-hop cypher. Mm, I'll, I'll hype man it. Coming soon. We I already done told people yeah. who's going to be on the mic. Don't tell me you're going to hype man it. Yo, I we're going to get Friday out of retirement for the cypher. 16 Friday. bars. 32, one, two, 32 bars. Guts. 32 bars from Friday in the We Love Hip Hop Cypher. I'll introduce it. Kirk on the beat. I'll introduce y'all. Stop acting like people want to watch people watch Friday. Friday. Everybody calls you the rapper, eh? Just stop this, eh? They don't want none of my bars. They don't want. Anyways, I'm trying to walk the streets. Can we get a number one, please? I know. Shout out, shout out, shout out to Killer the Crook. Number one. Shout out the Crook. Shout out the Crook. War time, get so, your weapon. Number one, 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 one. Let me find a nice sound effect for it here. One, one. Uh, one, one. 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 Famous JL Beamer. Ah, ah, ah. Southside, Freedom Marskeet. I think I have some, something written down here. I think I might have something written down here. 
Um, let me get, get past my raps here. Um, I can't. And the beat, the beat, fire. Um, Jacob used to have the 2-2. Two, two. Now the kid got the 4-4. Four, four, four. Four. <laughs> Burn clothes like insane hoes. Get it? Insane hoes, burning up your clothes. Burn up your clothes after you yes. handle a ting. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Handle a, you know, <laughs> that one, drill that one some went shit. Over, that one definitely went over my Double head. entendres. Ooh. That's all I got. Tracks fire. I don't mind it. I like it. Mm, 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 mm. I like it. I definitely like it. I put it in my stories. That's your ends. Or your old ends. Well, I, you know, I, I have affiliations over there. I have friends. Not affiliations because I'm not a gangbanger, but I have friends. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm not a gangbanger, but I have friends. You know what I'm saying? I have brothers. You know what I mean? You know, we can talk like the bikers. I have brothers. You know what I'm saying? But we're not an organization or a gang. Nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? Them. Grown-ups. Big man in their 40s now, you know. Mm. Some of them are now community community <clears throat> activists you know and helping the community in the mm. same community where they grew up you shout know what i'm saying dads, shout right? out sling dads took the words right out my mouth mm. nigga sorry but what about this tune <laughs> i'm just saying the tune was fire you asked me and i was telling you and i you know i said i have some friends from the ends over there you know what i'm saying but yeah the track is fire mm. what else y'all got Any, anything else Sammy. Any I'd like to defer. <laughs> so I was going to defer. Yeah. Wasn't my favorite. Um, it was all right. The tune was all right. Music video. Yeah. Plain. I like the one shot where he was like hanging out the whip. Mm. That shot's always cool to Dope me. Shot. I, I don't shot. know. I just like that shot. Anytime Wait, somebody does it. Back, yeah. yeah. Like anybody that does that shot, I just think it's dope. But mm. other than that, yeah, little laid back video. The all video right. wasn't crazy, crazy. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? It was just, just like a simple hip hop video style thing. But are they in Shoreham? Okay, I'm wrong. No, they're on the south side. You south said south side. side. My bad. Listen, I don't be going. I would assume it's around Don't talk. Just ask the question. Don't talk. I'm assuming, but I could be making it. Yes, they're from Shoreham. No, no. Just saying, where are they? Don't say. But south side and Shoreham are complete opposite ends. Yeah, they're way too far. Shoreham is up top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shoreham is up top. Short shot. You get shot for sure. You understand what I'm saying? That's short. That's short shot. That's what they call Shoreham. Short shot. You understand what I'm saying? You go for one thing you can know for sure. You go for Shoreham, you get shot for sure. But anyways, back down to the south side where number one track is from this week is from the south side. You understand? South side Jane. Hey. Right, so big up Southside Jane, big up number one. You know what I'm saying? And there's no congratulations. Nothing, Your fans came out not, hard for you, didn't right? Exactly, <laughs> and it's nothing about up top and down bottom or up top and north, or north and south. It's music off yeah, of the strip. Yeah, bro. They're all music off of the Jane strip. So whether it's up top, down bottom, it's all off of the Jane strip. Yeah, so man. Big up the whole entire strip who it, makes music. Off y'all would it. make it's so much from more. Anywhere. Oh. Pardon? It's coming from anywhere in Canada, not yeah. just on the James. Well, that's what I'm saying, though. But like, I understand what you mean. You know what I mean? I'm what not trying to saying? make like glorify one ends over the next. Like one ends is better than the next. No, because I know people from the top of bottom of Jane Street. You understand what I'm saying? And you'll make so much more money if y'all work together instead of yeah, yo, each yo, other. Yeah, yo, 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 so much more money. Eat mm. with me. Don't compete with me. Mm. Shout out Wallow. You know what I'm saying? Them type of chat. Wallow two six seven. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, big up. Um, Shout out Wallow. Yeah. Beamer. Let's get to our but honorable yes, mentions. Yes, up the track Beamer number one. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This week, number one top six track in 
number one track of the top six in Toronto. Big up yourself. Canada. Scene. Canada. Yes. Thank you, Sav. Canada. Big um, up yourself. Bima. Number get, one track. Let's get to our honorable mentions right here. I'm going to run through the list here quickly. Um, what time is it here? I'm going to look to see when, what time our guest is going to pop up. I'm going to check the Instagram just now because, you know. Um, okay. <clears throat> Nina Brown featuring Billy Burns, Bankroll, Astro Alumni. Kid J, Solid, um, Sandy Stone City, Whip Like That featuring Donzi, um, Young Pro featuring First, Stiffy Part 2, Presta featuring Houdini and Six Buzz, um, Mansion, R.I.P. Houdini. Houdini, Free Ye, Glocky, um, Sleepy 13 featuring Bobby Bruegel, Dennis Rodman, AP featuring Leo Demon Mode, um, sorry, featuring Leo Demon Mode, Kem, um, Paradise, Hank McCoy featuring Peter Jackson, Nobody, Leah Cloud, Pawn Shop, Reinick featuring YG, FK, who to trust? Sly, mean uh, memo, lib, freeze, breezy, RNR, Yasky, unique, YG and J Neat, Hocus Pocus, Six Europe, and Young Tory, Ragu, um, Solo Atari and Supreme Hendrix, My Time, Mo Littles and Drew, Till the Morning, Snipes Loyal and Jason Pax, Pew Pew, and um, <laughs> that's we should have had the laser sound effect, <laughs> <laughs> and Element. BBB scene. Um, <laughs> let me check a quick thing here. And that pew 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 tra track, fire. Yo, Jason, Jason Pax will go fire all here. the time. Yeah, man. And shout out to Snipes. He's, he's, Snipes since, is fire too. They're yeah. both fire, actually. Since he touched, he's, he's been. He's been yeah, but I'm pretty sure Snipes was rapping before he, went, he was locked up too. I'm not 100% sure, but I think Snipes was rapping from before. Yeah, he's, a, he's, a, he's, he's been around. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, you know what I mean? Um, I don't see anything from our guest here, so I don't know if we, if y'all want to get into one more news story or cut to a break. Let's cut to a break. Let's cut to a break. Sure. Let's cut to a quick break here. Um, I got a track here. Let's slow it down on some on the R and B tip. Um, track is by Rennie Rain, and if y'all don't remember, she was here a long time ago with um, Wise and them from with the Silk Vodka. She got the one that's her. She called her friends the Raindrops. Mm -hmm. Calls her friends, the fans, the raindrops. Yes, 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 yeah. absolutely. So no, big up to her. This is like, like way back. You know what I'm saying? But I see that she got a tune out, <laughs> and um, the track is called "Catching Feelings." So big up to her. Run the track, mm -hmm. Man, am I catching feelings? really really appreciate you doing this with us today you know what i'm saying thanks for having me on a sunday yeah and a nice <laughs> relaxed sunday afternoon you're you're over in la right now so it's like early afternoon right now for y'all right yeah it's four it's four here mm -hmm. but it's so hot like just unbelievably hot but you know all good yeah we've been <laughs> dealing with a crazy heat wave over here as well 
And just, yeah. just so I could just do a quick intro here of our show, because I haven't done one of these one-on-ones in a while, right? Mm-hmm. Um, shout out, this is Six Views, T.O. It's, this is our show where I usually get to do one-on-one interviews um, and, you know, get more in-depth with our guest. You know, shout okay. out to, um, to my co-hosts, um, Gutsy Guts and Savvy the Ghost. They did an iteration, or they started an iteration of the show called Six Views Uncut where they ask guests a little bit more the edgy questions you know what i mean like shocking yeah bedroom stuff (laughs) but i I want to get into like a biography with you because and shout out to drew york who actually put me on to you as well yeah he's 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 becoming a good friend of mine so i met him not that long ago but he's he's a good guy yeah you know shout out to him because he's connected me with you and like i'm like to be like to be honest and completely transparent i wasn't completely aware of what you were doing and then when I looked yeah. you up, I was like, holy shit, you got a lot going on. Well, I mean, for me, I think it's I've sort of been like I started my career in New York. Mm-hmm. So I'm from Toronto, but I think a lot of the Toronto scene doesn't really know about me until recently. So I just started kind of like getting back into or getting into the Toronto scene like more recently. Yeah. Like, so you have I a think, track Bop with Dylan, Bo- Dylan uh, yeah, yeah. and Chris yeah. the Spirit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That one that one just came out like two weeks ago or something like that. Yeah, and Dylan Ponders is from yeah. here, from Toronto. Yeah. We we actually recorded we were in we were together in his studio in Toronto mm. for that. So Drew actually introduced us as well. Mm. So yeah. I, I mean I, I've just been trying to like connect with as many Toronto people as possible because I'm like it's kind of stupid that I'm from the city and now there's so much cool stuff. Hap- I mean, there's been cool stuff happening there for a while, but I feel like it was harder to kind of get on the international market mm-hmm. um, like 10 years ago was harder. Um, I mean, I th- obviously like Cardinal and there's that whole like Northern Touch crew and everything. Yes. Um, so like I'm obviously familiar with them as a kid, but um, I think for me, like just I felt like I I couldn't really do as much in entertainment when I was in Toronto. Right. And I felt like once I moved to New York, it was like I had there's so much more opportunity. And now it's kind of like the other way around. Like people are kind of making it in Toronto, which is Mm -hmm. awesome. There's like a little crew, like crews going on and crews building and stuff like that. So, yeah, we we got our own scene going on here. And, you know, you brought me into like a direction before we even get into your history because yeah, sorry. <laughs> i know it's it's perfect like uh, this is why i like doing these also because we can go on tangents and we can do whatever right with that whole philosophy of going to the states to make it right that's an old school mentality that we used to have over here in in, in toronto and canada right where you have to go over there so you've been making your way from like new york city from like what 2005 i would say around that time a little late. I've been there for 10 years now. So I think 2000. Sorry, 2010. Yes. Yeah, 2009, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Right. So yeah. Like, explain that struggle that artists have. Like, you know, while you're here and you're bubbling, you're still not getting enough recognition so that you can like, um, sustain yourself just from your art. I mean, for me, like I, I've always been involved in music since I was a kid because my, my dad's a, he was a musician. Mm-hmm. He still is, but more for fun now. Um, so, but I've always been interested in a lot of different things. So from music production to acting to, I did some modeling as well in Europe and New York. So when I moved to New York, it wasn't just a music thing. Like I had this sort of idea that, that maybe I didn't, wasn't sure exactly what it was going to be that I was going to do yet Mm -hmm. to be like totally honest. 
because I was DJing when I moved there already. Yeah. Um, like I knew how to DJ a little bit in Toronto, but I wasn't like, oh, I can make a living at this. Like I, that wasn't in my thought process when I moved to New York. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't like really um, trying to be an artist yet, I think, right. when I moved to New York. I just knew that if I felt like if I wanted to be in anything entertainment wise, like I really I felt there was more opportunity there. And it's definitely more of a struggle, I think, living there because it's so cutthroat. Mm -hmm. There's so many artists. There's so like it's so expensive as well. Yes. So, you know, it was just like having no money, just trying to like basically hustle your way into any way you can. So I'm like doing small gigs here and there and just trying to like basically all cash stuff like and I feel like it's not really a, it's not really a thing in Toronto as much mm -hmm. as it is somewhere like New York yeah so I I don't have an experience in Toronto in terms of trying to be an artist and like finding it difficult but I do have an experience with just even trying to model or act in Toronto and mm -hmm. it being like just kind of more difficult I felt like so many talented artists in Canada they they were only famous in Canada right. and I'm like you know, people never heard of Canadian artists when I went to New York or, you know, Europe or anything. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. yeah. I definitely think that was a thing. And now it's been changing the last few years. So yeah, it's good. <laughs> yeah. And like DJ Bambi. Right. Oh, you know about that. I'll be doing my <laughs> <Okay>. research. <laughs> okay. You know what I mean? Nice. That's like yeah. your, your, your old DJ name. Right. Yeah. And we'll get yeah. into like the, like how you even started with the DJing, but well, how did you come up with the DJ Bambi name, first of all? So I was in New York and I had a modeling agent there. And one of my model friends, her boyfriend, he kind of, we were kind of all friends. Mm -hmm. And he was like, you look like Bambi, like all bewildered and like from Canada and you're in the big city and like scared of everything. And I was like, I think I was very sort of, I don't want to say innocent, but a little naive mm -hmm. when I moved there because... Um, I don't know. I just Toronto, the experience in Toronto for me was was so much different than my experience once I started traveling. Right. Um, and I think I just was like, wow, this is so much going on here. Like the city's so crazy. And that's kind of I guess it looked like Bambi. <laughs> so he was like, you should be you should be called DJ Bambi. And he's actually the one that got me into DJing because he knew I knew how to DJ. And he's mm -hmm. like, why are you bothering with like just trying to be a model, a actress, or whatever, like, you know, use your talents sort of thing. Yeah. So, yeah, and I was like I, at the time I was like, it's just going to be for fun, like whatever. I didn't think about the name too much. I'm just like, you know, whatever. Well, from my research, I also see that you took the, um, some money from your modeling gigs and that's how you got your first set of DJ equipment. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, for I mean, I always really didn't like modeling. It was something for me that I saw as like a way to make money mm -hmm. and then be able to do something else. So, like, I went to school with it and, you know, I, I went to theater school in New York and just kind of tried to, like, make money from modeling and then buy what I needed to be able to you know, my DJ equipment and my production equipment and build my own little like studio right. in my like tiny apartment. <laughs> yeah, so, my neighbors probably hated me, but. But okay, that brings another question to mind because you got into modeling and you went to, the, to, to school for, to, um, to a degree, right? But yeah. you didn't like yeah. it. So why, why go? With the modeling? Yeah. Why go so far into it if it's something that you didn't like? It's not that I hated it. I just progressively started disliking it more i think mm -hmm. um 
I think for me, it was just a money thing, really. I was like, I can either go and try to do like, I don't know, like some other, I could be a waitress or something somewhere like, you know, I mean, I had great grades and I could have gone to school for something else. Like, yeah. I mean, I was interested in everything from maybe being a doctor to, you know, I didn't, I didn't really, the only thing for me that made sense was something in the arts mm -hmm. and I was always musical. So I just thought it was a way to help kind of fund my, my progression. And I also think it, because it helped me travel, I met so many people doing it. So I could see that there was a benefit to it, even though like the, the actual like deep, dark part of modeling is really horrible. And I think that that started getting to me more and more. And I think I couldn't sort of like pretend like it wasn't there anymore. Yeah. Do you, do you mind talking so. about some of those things? Because like a lot of girls who like, I know we don't have the highest female demographics, but the ones that do tune in, you know, yeah. I feel like there's a lot of influences that come from the Instagram and different places that, that yeah. you know, drive women into the modeling world sometimes. But there's sometimes I feel that there needs to be warnings that they need to know before they get in there. So, you, you know, you think we can talk about some of those ugly things that happen in there? I mean, if we're talking about in, like Instagram to me is not even the same thing as modeling. You know, it's like that's kind of like you don't really get an idea of the industry from just, you know, being an Instagram model. Right. To me, something like that is like a way you can make some extra money. Maybe a brand pays you to post something. Mm -hmm. But I'm talking about like real like castings you have a booking agency like ad campaigns that kind of thing yeah um i'm sure everybody has a different experience but my experience is that a lot of models that i did meet were really intelligent funny like interesting women mm -hmm. and you're basically um you're none of that is important and it's sort of i mean it sounds like a like oh poor me listen to me but like no, no, no. From, these are important things yeah, I mean, from, from the outside looking in, you're like, oh, wow, this looks nice. You're like on a beach. It looks like you're having fun. You're getting all this money. Yeah. But you're, a lot of the times, a lot of models aren't making a lot of money. Mm -hmm. and there's a lot of um, behind the scenes things going on, like agents kind of taking a lot of your pay. Um, and, and when you're so young, like I started when I was 13. So wow. I think a lot of it you don't really understand. And Aside from the business side of it, I think the most difficult thing is probably just the physical side of it, mm -hmm. like the running around, not sleeping, um, the pressure to look, you know, a certain way. And that's not even just being skinny. It's also like you have to look whatever it is that they're looking for. And a lot of times you don't really know what that is. So right. I've had, you know, I always felt like I never fit into any category at the time. So like when I was modeling, it was you had to be very obviously one thing. Mm -hmm. um, so that was hard for me hearing like, oh, you're too like, some people would say I'm too unusual looking for a commercial or I'm, I've heard like, you look too exotic or like, we can't tell what your background is. So wow. we don't, you know, you don't, you don't have a, a, our clients won't understand or won't connect to you. Yeah. So there's a feeling of like not fitting in and never being good enough for whatever it is that someone's looking for. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. A lot of criticism. They'll talk about anything in your body. Like you walk in and they're like, oh, look at that. Or, you know, like just it's right just, up in front kind of, of you type of thing. Yeah, it's just it's a mind fuck, basically. It's That's like crazy. And they, they don't care about what you how you feel. It's just really I mean, that's the real 
modeling. I mean, you see supermodels and I'm sure everybody kisses their asses and everything, but mm -hmm. you know, when you're, when you're starting out and you're young, like there's a totally different way that, that you're treated. Yeah. It's interesting uh, <laughs> lifestyle, I guess. Well, that's, that's, that's intense to me <laughs> when I take in like just the amount yeah. of pressure that, you know, and just the amount of, of a thick skin that you have to have or develop yeah. when you're in that world. Right. Mm-hmm. So do yeah, you think exactly. That, do you think that helped you when you started transitioning into the music world? Because that also takes a thick skin, like people critiquing your art musically and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, I, I think in the beginning for me, I started doing more um, like club type music, like instrumental um, dance music. So mm -hmm. that was like the first kind of stuff that I signed. So, But when I did that, I wasn't really expecting to be um, like a, producer or like a DJ professionally. So in the beginning, like any kind of rejection, I was kind of expecting in a way. Okay. Um, but I think the more that something becomes your job and the more serious it is, then, then you're kind of like, you know, you hear things that people say and especially in, in, in different areas in music, you can get, you know, just things based off what you look like or being a female, um, not really having a lot of other female producers and DJs around, True. you know, doing that like festival DJ scene and, and you're the only girl a lot of the time other than like the dancers. Mm -hmm. um, I think in that way, it's kind of hard and, and you can hear criticism for things that maybe like don't always make sense. Right. I guess somebody criticizes a song and they're like, oh, I just don't like that song. I'll be like, okay, whatever, yeah. you know, but if they're going to criticize me for something I can't control, then it's a little more like hurtful, I think. Mm hmm. I'm also really sensitive, so maybe I'm just <laughs> a big baby. But <laughs> well, um, you're like, I think, and if I, I could just remember back because I didn't write it down. Actually, I think I might have did write it down. May of uh, you're you're born in May. February. February. So what sign yeah. is that? Pisces. You're a Pisces. I don't know yeah. anything except my own sign. I'm a Cancer. I know we're we're I know we're supposed okay. to be super emo. You know what I mean? We're supposed to be good friends, actually. Cancer and Pisces. Oh, yeah? From what I've heard. Okay, mm -hmm. okay. Yeah. I, I got to <laughs> gotta dig a little bit deeper into the, my whole horoscope type vibe, right? Um, I know a little bit, but yeah. yeah. I mean, they're supposed to, we're, we're supposed to be floaty and like all over the place and uh, artsy and emotional, mm. which is basically me. So, yeah. Well, then you, <laughs> you got a lot of the Pisces traits there down pat then. Yeah, exactly. Right? So yeah. let's go back a little bit. Okay. Okay. Like you're born or you're from Toronto, but I feel nobody's mm -hmm. ever born in Toronto. Right. So no. are you like from like East of Toronto, like that Peterborough area. I I'm from the East side. Yeah. But more like, um, Donlands, like Dawnlands. Uh, East of Greek town. So oh. like, yeah, it kind of, I mean, I, I kind of hung out like around, like Gerard area, mm -hmm. like a little bit east of the the East Chinatown mm -hmm. kind of area. So yeah, that's like where I grew up in that area. Near um near the Grassy High. Is that where it is? Yeah, that's. Oh where yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because there's the Grassy Street around there, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, a little more east than that, but yeah, I so know where that is. Yeah. What was life like <laughs> for you growing up, like as a teenager around there, like high school life and stuff? I mean, with high school, I was already modeling, so I was gone, like, all the time. Mm. Um, I was already traveling. I was in Europe a lot. Um, I think I didn't really have a lot of friends. Like, I was 
involved in everything. I was in on almost every sports team, um, student council related stuff. Like I was very active with anytime I could be on stage, I would be on stage like right. at my school. So I was always kind of out there, but without having close friendships, like I didn't talk one-on-one a lot to people. So I think very shy, but also have this desire to like express myself a lot. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think I, that's kind of the vibe of a lot of people in the, a lot of kids in the area. Cause I think a lot of kids around there have like very different backgrounds. Mm -hmm. So we, everyone is kind of like a big melting pot of different backgrounds. So I, I feel like we, we fit together because we're also different. Yeah. Um, like a lot of, there's a lot of Chinese people there. Um, kids whose parents like had just moved to Toronto. So mm -hmm. like almost didn't speak English. Um, you know, there's like such a mesh of different people in that area. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, I, that's what I like about Toronto though, is that it's such like a melting pot kind of thing. Like, you know, you grow up seeing all different kinds of people. And even though maybe you don't directly relate to somebody, mm -hmm. you like, that's what makes what makes it Toronto, you know? Yeah, yeah. you're actually so, able yeah. to have access to them. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and, and experience other people's cultures and um, and that's fine. <laughs> like, you know. Yeah, and like you, you mentioned that your dad is, is in the music industry or who, who did yeah. music, right? So yeah. I missed that in my research. Who's your dad? Well, he's not famous, but he's like, uh, he was a jazz musician. So he had a band, he played saxophone. Mm -hmm. um, so he was like a touring band, just kind of playing gigs around. He wasn't like a, you know him or something, but okay. he's extremely talented, but yeah, yeah, more like on the jazz side of it. So is that part of your like young inspiration to get into music? I think so. I mean, I always saw him like recording music and, and playing guitar and singing and I'm sure that had something to do with it. And mm -hmm. my mom also loved music always. She would always do like aerobics in the living room to like Stevie Wonder and Aretha Franklin. And that's like my first experience with music. Yeah. Neville Brothers, that's like the first stuff that I heard as like a little, little baby. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and also my dad's like weird jazz stuff that, you know, experimental. <laughs> so I think I had like kind of a, a big mixture of influences musically for sure. But I saw him doing, yeah, doing a lot of music and that's probably a big inspiration for me. That's, that's very interesting because I was looking through an interview earlier where you were mentioning that, like mm -hmm. your mom doing aerobics to the Neville Brothers and Steve oh, really? and stuff like that, right? It was yeah. like a little five minute interview um, on, on another platform. It was a really great piece of content, right? But it started oh, cool. making me think, okay, and maybe it's just my, my, my ignorance and stuff like that to stuff, and I, I like to learn. I'm like, yeah. are you mixed with anything or do you just have like white parents? I mean, my parents are white. Yeah, mm -hmm. but I, I'm a little, they're like a little lighter than me, I guess. Yeah. Um, I don't really know fully my background, but um, like my brother, he has more like straight hair and he's like, like paler than me. I'm more like yellow kind of, I guess. Well, no, the reason <laughs> I ask that is because like, your mom's working out to, and I know these guys are popular anyway at those times, but like mm -hmm. Stevie Wonder, Aretha Franklin, I was like, they got a lot of soul going on in that household right yeah. there. Like, I mean, my, I think my, my dad, like he, he had said a couple of times because he's not, 
I mean, if you see him, at, especially at the time when he still had his hair color there, mm -hmm. um, I think you wouldn't necessarily know what his background is either. Maybe mm -hmm. he could be like Spanish or Italian, maybe or something like that. But he he used to he told me that he used to get a lot of crap when he would like go out and perform because like he was the only lighter guy in the band, right. and sometimes they would kind of be like, "What are you doing here?" Like you know, that's um, crazy. But he, I mean, he's always loved that kind of music and. And that's how my parents met. Actually, my mom was watching him perform. She's mm. out at the, at the jazz bar or whatever. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think, especially being from Toronto and having so many cultures, I think that, you know, it's normal to like whatever you like. Yeah. You know? I, I had so many white friends that, lo like, only ate Chinese food and like only had Chinese friends. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. and. I just think I never thought anything of it. I'm just I just thought everybody's mixed with something anyway. So, you it's know, interesting. It's I feel it's an interesting look into the way that um, our lineage works into how we listen to our music now, because a lot of people assume that, you know, white people only started getting into hip hop and like when it started getting popular in the early 2000s and it started getting super commercialized and not realizing that. A lot of people have been listening to all different types of music from a really long time. So your influences can come from listening to like a Stevie Wonder at home as a kid. You know what I mean? And you don't necessarily yeah. have to be a black person to have heard that. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, I no, not at all. And I mean, I think that's kind of what music is. People taking ideas from each other mm -hmm. and changing styles over time. You know, that's we do it with food as well. We do it with everything like food and culture and music and art like you have all these influences and then you somewhere even if it's not intentional you're using things that you like and what you grew up with yeah i mean for me i always love dancing and i love rhythm and it, that's all black music so you know i don't even know what uh, what is white music like opera like <laughs> um i guess if you want to like from like the old school you know the first or yeah. you know ancestral musics i guess like the earliest form of quote unquote quote unquote white music would be opera but i really yeah. hate classifying any music as black or white because like we all enjoy yeah. it whether we're making it or consuming it mm. we're all enjoying it you know what i mean and you yeah. you just proven it from like what your parents were listening to right yeah now like it it, it, it makes more sense when you when you i feel like when i see, read things or see things like your dream collab was doing something with RZA. <laughs> with who? Sorry. With the RZA. Oh yeah. <laughs> Wait, I said that somewhere. <laughs> you said that somewhere that one of your dream yeah, collabs I mean, would be the RZA, right? Yeah, so were you like I mean, heavily into Wu Tang and stuff like that back in the days too? I would I would say I was more of like a Tupac fan. Mm. So I actually in I don't remember how old I was. It's probably like eight or something. I did a whole school project on Tupac. Sick. <laughs> Everyone else was doing like, I don't know, like I heard some people did like Martin Luther King and stuff like that. But I was like, Tupac. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I, I was like super into all the conspiracy stuff about him. Like, I don't know. I don't know where that came from, to be honest. Like, I just I, I was obsessed with him, like his movies and stuff. Like, I just everything about him was super cool. Mm. Um, I mean, yeah, he was dead already. But, you know, yeah. <laughs> um, He's he's still people still love him so kind of I think I even have like drawings and paintings of him and stuff. 
So you were a real Pac fan then, like. Yeah, I really core. liked him a lot. I mean, for me, I didn't have like one person that I sort of like, like one artist. I think like TLC was definitely a group for me who was like, I idolized. Mm. Um, and Mariah Carey as well. I always wanted to be a singer, but I, I didn't have the voice. So um, you couldn't hit that, I think that like, high note that she does. <laughs> I can actually sing pretty high. And I, I try. I took um, singing and a lot, a lot of lessons and um, choral singing i did i was a soprano and that nice i tried it but i don't know we'll see maybe i'll like try a little bit mm. but we got auto tune now you could do anything <laughs> i wish i could rap actually that'd be great but no i write poetry but it's not really my thing yeah and we're definitely going to start getting into some of your hip-hop production as we as we continue our conversation cool. but i want to yeah. stay here for a second with the early music right yeah um back in like the let's say when you were like 12 years old and we were still working with mp3 players and stuff like that right or i think we yeah. might have been still using cd walkmans at that point no um what, when was that i think i mean my brother's also older than me so i and we didn't really have money to buy like the newer stuff so mm -hmm. we always had like older <laughs> so you had a, like, <laughs> we the always, like the last deck? ones did you have the cassette um, my Walkman? dad did my, my dad no i didn't have that one i had the seat i did have the seat cds though for sure but my brother had some tapes that i stole okay so <laughs> good what tapes were like i have to steal this and what cds tape, were you listening a tape to? or cd tapes what tape or cd doesn't matter right but it's okay this is like a must steal and which one did you were you listening to where you're like you listened to it so much that you fucked it up either or you lost it and you had to go buy another one because it was that much of your favorite. Um, there was a, uh, <laughs> it was actually a funk CD. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's pure funk. It was a, a much music compilation, I think. <laughs> I remember that. It's like brown cover, I'm pretty sure, with somebody with like an afro and like some bell bottoms, I think. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I remember that. <laughs> I like what I need to see this now. But Hold that on. had like, I mean, there was some more commercial stuff on it. There was like Cool in the Gang and stuff on it. But there was also like, oh, like that song I love so much. It's like, did it, did it, did it, did it. Wait, every time I move, I lose. You know that song? Wait, what is that? I, I'm forgetting the name now. Okay, I'm gonna I'm <laughs> gonna pull up Google. You can see the share screen I have on on uh, on the screen right now. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so what was the first compilation that you mentioned? I think it's Pure Funk. Pure Funk. Compilation. CD, yeah. That's it. Let's see what the image is. Yes. <laughs> I was right. And you don't see the bell bottoms, but I'm pretty sure he's wearing bell bottoms. <laughs> That's great. Oh, wow. man. Take, that's awesome taking you through a blast i listened to that so many times that and it's weird because it's not even like my generate like it's, my dad didn't even really like this stuff he thought it was too commercial mm. but i i loved it i've always kind of i i like commercial stuff i have to say like i i also like some underground stuff but i can appreciate some good commercial music as well yeah so was I that was a buy talking. was that what you bought and lost and like burned to the ground, like burned to like listen to so much. I don't think I bought it. I, I don't even know how it ended up anymore. Yeah. My, I don't think I ever really bought a CD until I was like, I don't know. I don't even remember the first thing I bought. 
I don't know if I actually bought a CD myself. Right. I think I was just like stuff in, you know, around the house. But I, my memory is like so bad. <laughs> so, okay. What about but, the stolen one? Oh, from your okay. Girl. This is a different, different genre. Mm -hmm. um, my brother had Weezer, a Weezer tape. Mm -hmm. The one with the blue, blue background and all okay. standing there. So like, I also really like Weezer, like the sweater song and stuff. That mm -hmm. stuff I really liked as well. There's a few rock type songs I liked as well. The Big Shiny Tunes, they had a couple of good songs on there. Much music, Big Shiny Tunes. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Yeah. I have a... I, sometimes I, I listen to the things that I used to like as a kid and I'm like trying to figure out what it is I like about all these different types of music. Yeah. Um, I mean, I would say mainly hip hop and funk is what I liked. And then there's occasional, you know, other song that or other thing that I just was obsessed with. Yeah. I mean, TLC, for example, like I like their songs, but I think I also liked them what they look like and how they acted and you know that kind of thing yeah yeah, um, the swag yeah yeah exactly yeah. like other tomboyish and that kind of thing because i've been a tomboy my whole life so um i just maybe it doesn't look like it now <laughs> but <laughs> yeah i was actually just talking to chris the spirit the other day about he asked me like what are your favorite songs of all time mm-hmm so I started listing them, list like listing everything, and I'm like, well, right now, like I, I love Drake and like Swaley and stuff, but right. um, I started writing things, and I was like, N.E.R.D. is also like, mm. uh, that was a little bit later though, um, like Pharrell and stuff. Um, I was just thinking like every ASAP Ferg, but that was also later. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But I had all these like, I also really like Nelly and that whole new age like that new um kind of hip-hop style that came around like when, when was that like early 2000 yeah. yeah early 2000 i was into that as well like the shake your tail feather and stuff like that <laughs> <laughs> i'm not i'm not ashamed to admit it did you, did you watch the tip drill video on bet back in the days the which one tip drill video that he had on bet back in the days i didn't have bet we didn't have like any of the like special channels i had mm. we had like 10 channels wow. of like the news and i think i mean much music but that was like it came with your like tv yeah thing, right yeah so, but i didn't i didn't have mtv didn't have bet like no comedy whatever network nothing yeah. so <laughs> let's let's go forward a little bit now because from a young age you moved to new york city all right yeah yeah what was that first experience like when you first got there like were you scared out of your mind? Like, they, obviously, they named you Bambi for a reason. I mean, did you, I were mean, you scared for real? I, I sort of, I traveled a lot already by then. Mm -hmm. um, so, like, I mean, yeah, that was 10 years ago. So I was already traveling for a couple of years before that. Mm -hmm. um, like, during high school, I was kind of, like, going to uh, Paris and Milan, um, London. And I actually went to New York a couple of times already before. But that was more for, like just like a, a couple weeks or like a weekend or for a gig or something like that. Right. Um, but I don't, I didn't remember being scared really. I, I remember being like inspired mm. and I remember the first time I landed in New York and driving down like the East side river from the airport. And I was like, I need to live here. Like, this is so incredible. Yeah. And I actually 
in school, we had to do this thing where we had to plan, like, I think this is grade six or something like that. Mm -hmm. We had to plan what we wanted for our future. And I was like, I want to buy a house in New York already. I was thinking, like, that's what I want. Yeah. I even looked it up and I, I was, like, Googling it. And I remember reading this article about Harlem and how it was, like, cleaning up and it was going to be, like, the next best place to live. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I should buy it, like, now. And then by the time, like, I sell it, it's going to be, you know worth so much more like i was already thinking that way at yeah. like a really young age so i i don't i never was really like a scared type of person i'm like i definitely keep to myself mm -hmm. when i'm alone traveling but um yeah i don't know it, new york's not like it, it's not as dangerous as people talk about you know unless you're going to like some place in the bronx that you know yeah. but mostly manhattan and, and most places in brooklyn are totally like you know almost toronto now <laughs> yeah 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 a lot of people don't realize that though right um yeah and you started moving around like you started doing a residency at um and let me make sure i get the name of this place right here hakasan um, yeah right that's where you met calvin calvin um calvin harris, harris right yeah how did you get the residency over there first before that meeting well, came to be. I start I mean I started my DJ career in New York. So mm -hmm. I was started playing more and more gigs there. And that's actually when I stopped modeling because I was getting so busy just doing gigs and I started making money like cash. Um and I mean don't tell the tax people but <laughs> <laughs> um and I got a residency in Atlantic City which um the owners of that were opening uh um, Hakusan. Mm. So they kind of saw how I I kept bringing people back. So every time I DJed, people would want to come. Yeah. Um, so they're like, hey, do you want a residency in Vegas? Because, I mean, they paid me way less than every other DJ. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the same people were coming. So it was like, I mean, it's, it was kind of a no-brainer for them. Like, we can make money on the days that she performs and people right. like her. So, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I started. I was really lucky, though, to get that because... Uh, most of the people that they brought in for Hakkasan were mainly like European, um, big, big EDM DJs. Okay. Who were making like hundreds of thousands a gig. So like a lot of money. So yeah. I was kind of like, okay, I guess like I'll, I'll come in there. And I, I actually had a lot of DJs kind of mad and jealous and stuff. And a, a few of them like messaged me and were like, how did you get this residency? Like, it's not fair. And mm. And like, if people want to see you, like that—that's what being an artist is. So yeah, yeah. it doesn't—if it's faster or slower, it's not. You know, it's always different depending on, you know, the situation. So I never like—I I get why you would feel like that if you've been working so hard to try to get something, and then somebody else gets it that just kind of shows up. Mm -hmm. And I think that's how some people saw me as like kind of just showing up out of nowhere. But. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't think they saw how much I worked for that, but their perspective. Everybody thinks that everyone just shows up out of nowhere and like, you know, but it's it's hard work. And every anybody that gets anywhere has been struggling for it. Yeah, I you, you got to work behind the scenes to get into the spotlight. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So you got the residency over there at Hackerside and you're, you're, you're doing your thing. And yeah. then you meet up with Calvin Harris and you sent you know you give him your music right yeah so he actually he messaged me on twitter and he was like 
like I don't know who you are. Like I know all the other DJs. Like how did basically how did you get here? Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, I'm playing like a little bit around the U.S. and in New York. Um, and he was just like, do you do you have music? Because he's like, this is <laughs> crazy, you know, like girls just like showing up out of nowhere. So. Yeah. He wanted to know more so um yeah i sent him a couple of songs and one of them he signed to his label yeah. i was like what really <laughs> so break that down to me because in hip-hop we don't usually sign to labels per song but yeah. in the in the electronic music world that happens like you're signed you know for one record and then you can go on to another record and sign to somebody else because you've been signed to multiple labels like you've been signed to like five different labels i've seen but you're not signed um, to them i think at the time this is like i don't know seven years ago or something mm -hmm. eight i don't know exactly but um at the time that was happening a lot more but then the like spinning records is one of the biggest indie dance labels so they ended up being like no we're not going to sign singles anymore unless okay. you like, commit to us so that's like kind of changed and now like a lot of dj producers are making their own labels and mm. um that sort of thing but someone like spinning they have such a huge platform that like you you put a song on there and then like everybody all these dance music fans are going to see you so it's kind of like you, you give them all your royalties but at the same time you're like you know the idea is that you get more gigs mm -hmm. and and so you don't make the money off the music but but you get more gigs and fans and stuff like that interesting See, yeah i never knew that that's how it worked with um with with y'all scene like that's really like a double-edged sword because like you, you're looking at how much money that the single is selling when they put it on different compilations and stuff like that but you're still making some money in in another way you don't think yeah. maybe sh you know you should be getting a percentage of that though i think that in i mean in edm dj world um it's like the DJ producer is sort of, I think it has traditionally been more of like a bigger artist than like a hip hop producer or like a pop producer. Right. It's sort of like you're the DJ and then whoever the vocalist is, is like the feature or like the side thing. So that's kind of what it's been like for the last few years. Yeah. It's always been kind of weird to me, but the fact that most of the, those club songs are mainly instrumental and, um, you know, it's not m as much of a top line then it wouldn't make sense to, you know, have them as the main kind of artist. So instead of singing, you're basically just DJing and that's your way to perform your music. Mm -hmm. So I kind of, it, it, when I started doing more hip hop, I noticed like a lot, some people didn't really get why I would be like the artist on the song as well. Right. So, cause they were more used to just having, oh, this is my producer, you know, and sometimes you put some, some people are putting their name like Dom Diaz, I noticed. He Metro has his name on some stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Sometimes. People are doing it now. Yeah. Marta beats and stuff like that. Yeah. 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 But it's not it's not it's not a normal thing. Yeah. It's yeah, I think like someone like a murder beats, like he started DJing now because he I think that he, they're kind of taking the influence from the EDM kind of culture and mm -hmm. being like, you know, why don't we do this too? Because the the fees for DJing are like they were like really great for a long time obviously right. now with covid it's kind of different story yeah. um, it kind of reached this like boom too because there's some djs that were just making like ridiculous amounts of money um yeah. but you answer your question you do make money from those songs so like my song space jungle for example Huge. i own 100 percent of the 
writing and production royalties. Nice. So, yeah, because I didn't do it with anybody else. But when I signed to the label, they take like 80%. So, and then they have all their costs. And then mm. so you're, you're, you're making the royalty money from Spotify, mm -hmm. but um, you're not, the publishing side of it's a little bit harder to make that money from. And the, um, yeah, it's a little dry, but. <laughs> no, no, no. This is like, I don't know. My audience sometimes, some of them might be, but to me, as the industry in this insider guy, this is like mm -hmm. important information, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. while the people who watch our platform, a lot of them are artists, they need to know this type of stuff as they go and, you know, they navigate through the industry. Right. right? They need to know what to look out for. Right? I actually noticed and I was surprised how many like because now I'm working with so many more artists like and some smaller hip hop artists as well. Because mm -hmm. um, I've worked with like big artists, as well, like Ludacris and stuff like that. And, yeah, Lil Jon. And I've done... Yeah, I've done remixes for, you know, Def Jam and like more corporate, like major label stuff. Mm -hmm. So I, I was kind of used to it being a certain way. And then when I started working with artists that don't have that experience yet, and then I have to like explain it to them, like certain things, how it works. Yeah. It, it, it's confusing and it took me a while to understand it, but it can be a little frustrating for me sometimes because I'm like, you know, th they're coming from a more like indie way and now I am too because I started my own label. Mm -hmm. So I have to kind of like find that balance of like, you know, how my, how much time do I spend like explaining something to somebody? But I think it shows like it is good, important for people to do the research because yeah. some people like there's been rappers that just like take beats. Like you send them something and they just take it and use it and you're like, it's you not how it works. Like, <laughs> you never, yeah, you never yeah. asked my permission to use that. I might, you might have sold that to somebody else already. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I don't think some people realize also how much time it takes to actually produce a song. Sometimes, I mean, yeah. depending on the song, but like, I've also written top lines before, and sometimes I spend a day and I go write a song, mm -hmm. and but producing a record will be like you know months or you know, weeks, hours, it, the time consumption is so, you know, so much compared to writing a top line. Yeah. So I think sometimes people are just like, I've had a few guys like, like they send me a vocal or something and they're like, Hey, do you have something already? Like a few hours later. And I'm like, dude, like <laughs> give me, give me uh, some time. Yeah. And, and explain for me even what's the top line. Oh, sorry. A top line is a, is the vocal basically. Mm. It's like the it can be a sing, singing or it could be a rap or whatever right. the vocal part of it. Yeah. So you're just talking about like the whole written sixteen or the vocal that might be on there, or you're just talking yeah. about like a ghost uh, idea, like uh, maybe just like the mumble of the flow of what it might be. I mean, that would be like the demo of the top line, I guess. So like with Bop, for example, like Dylan and Chris wrote the top line because mm. they're doing that. Um. Yeah, I mean, I think, I don't know if you would call, like, technically, like, rap top line, maybe not, but that's just what I call it, because uh, I'm used to, like, singers and stuff, too. Okay. I don't think it, that, you know what I mean. <laughs> well, let me ask you this when it comes to the transition that you've been making, because you've always been into hip-hop, but you've been deep into yeah. the EDM scene. You've had songs like Space Jam and stuff like that that are in the millions, right? Then yeah. you start getting into the hip-hop and making hip-hop beats. What do you think is easier making an edm style beat or a hip-hop beat well i i mean i think that i the fact that i had that support from big 
EDM DJs mm -hmm. and the big labels that sort of like, and because it, it was so hot right then at that moment, like I kind of got in like right at that time where people were going crazy over EDM DJs and, you know, club music, right? Uh, club music. I mean, dance club music. Um, I, I think that that sort of like gave me an unrealistic expectation in terms of doing hip hop. Mm -hmm. um, uh, one reason being that I started my own label. So everything I've released so far almost has been on my own label. Right. So now I'm learning the whole that side of things like you can have a great song. But the fact is, if you don't have money to promote it and mm -hmm. connections and all that kind of thing, you know, nobody's gonna hear it yeah. even like a few million people hearing your song the, the most of the population hasn't heard it yet yeah so yeah like you really have to get like a lot a lot of listeners to to be able to make it dent in terms of like the world stage you know or even mm -hmm. canada or the u.s yeah. so um i think that that it's been it's been a struggle i think because i'm again my expectations like when i first started releasing hip-hop records and i'm like like yeah people heard it and they hear them and it's on some radio stations and stuff but mm -hmm. i'm like how do i get it like the level that my dance stuff was yeah you know? yeah 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 it, it just i think it also takes longer to make songs happen now because i'm dealing with um so many different artists like i'm not gonna rap so i can't just rap and do my own production and then release it like yeah. I have to make sure that they like it and that they, you know, agree to everything and that, you know, this really schedules on point and all that kind of stuff. So yeah. it's just more stuff. Well, definitely. It's definitely a, a transition. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. And sure. even um, there's something I read in, uh, in an article that said you're renowned for your ability to entertain large crowds and produce your own music. You know what I mean? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> right? Entertain. I've, I mean, I've, I've performed in front of like, I don't know, I think the most in one stage is like 80,000 at nice. once. So my question, so a lot of, I have a question. Yeah. That. Do you get nerves? Oh, yeah. But you asked me about high school earlier, and I think that I'm the same now as I was then in terms of I, something about being on stage is not as scary to me. Mm -hmm. It's more like human interaction. Like this, I'm more nervous. <laughs> really? Because it's like one on, yeah. It's like one on one, you know. And for me, I've always been somebody who not always like doesn't really know what to say usually, mm -hmm. like one on one. Or even in front of the classroom or something, if like a teacher would talk to me directly, I would be like, uh, and then like my brain just blank out you draw blank yeah but in terms of um performing i've always gotten really nervous beforehand but then like once i'm there like i'm just like another person it's just a transform <laughs> i've seen you like on footage like you know rocking out in front of thousands of people right you ever yeah have a technical difficulty where you were like oh shit oh, yeah. oh shit oh my god <laughs> and tell me you know about it's crazy I had a dream last night that that happened to me, literally last night. Mm. <laughs> like this DJ m mix up things when there's some technical difficulty and you're just like, because, you know, you can forget a word as like a singer or a rapper or something or go off key, but then you just keep going and it's fine. Right. But, you know, if you're 
you know, something's wrong. I've had so many. Like, I think every DJ has. One of my first experiences was um, I was using Serato mm-hmm. when I first started DJing. So that's like on your laptop. And then you, I had like a controller CD in the CDJ, which is like the turntable. And I didn't realize, but the controller CD was like all scratched up. And you have to go through them all the time because they just scratch and mm-hmm. that's how it is. But I was like going on after Hardwell, who's like a huge EDM DJ in Vegas. And I mean, he's like, he was at the time also like number one DJ, like crazy. Um, and I was in the middle of mixing out his last song and bringing mine in. Mm-hmm. And mine started skipping and it sounded like I just did a like complete like <laughs> train wreck, basically. Oh, man. And then and nobody knew me at the time. So they're like already like, oh, who's this girl who probably sucks at DJing? That's like that's like the thing that people say. Oh, she probably doesn't know how to DJ because she's a girl. Like, you know, I've heard that stuff so many times. Mm. Or like, oh, she probably like sucks, sucked his dick or something to get this. <laughs> yeah, or yeah. I was like, "Why is that the thing?" Like, I don't <laughs> like dumb shit. Like, um, oh, she's probably the promoter's girlfriend. You ever heard? Yeah, yeah. You got? I, have, I mean, one? I haven't got that one. I haven't, but no? I'm sure people have. Shit, I'm probably more creative than people. Uh, I used to be. A yeah, I, it's normally for me. I think the one that I used to get, I don't really get it anymore because I think people have seen by now that I know how to DJ. And you have a reputation. Um, yeah, but it's also like. It's not, it's not as hard as it used to be to DJ. Like, you can, especially with EDM, like, you can make, I even do it now, like, make mashups, pre-mashup stuff before I perform. Mm. Just because, like, it's just less stuff to, to think about if you're performing. Like, for me, the actual part of a DJing is not, like, oh, I just can't wait to mix these records together. It's more the idea of choosing the songs and... And being in front of people and being like, this is what I think that you would like to hear. Mm-hmm. Like that's, and performing my own songs. Like that's what I like about DJing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that that experience was really stressful. Um, <laughs> that's why I switched to USB. So I don't use a laptop. I just use USBs now because nothing can happen. Yeah. Basically. But they do change the CDJs now. They do like firmware updates. They have new... Um, you know, new products that come out. And sometimes you're not familiar with whatever it is. And if a venue just switches on you, then you're like, oh shit, like, especially at night. And maybe mm-hmm. you had like a drink or something and you're like, wait, this isn't, doesn't look like it did yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, you almost, it's almost like second nature when I DJ, like I don't really look as much anymore. I can almost do it without headphones on now. Crazy. So yeah, I mean, occasionally, but I used to have to keep them on like the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think if you're so used to it and then something's different all of a sudden, you might be like, uh, and then mess up or, I mean, everybody's messed up. I've seen Diplo do like the worst mixes or like something really off key. Yeah. Sometimes you you don't know the song that you're playing that well. So you think like that you got another bar still and then you know, you don't loop it and then you have like two vocals on top of each other and you're like, ah, you have to like turn one out quickly. Yeah, But yeah. there's things like that that happen. But I think the worst time that I had was, um, do you know David Guetta? Yes. Yeah. So he, ha- he has this thing called Fuck Me, I'm Famous, which is a like a show that he puts on. Started in Ibiza 
he does it. He did it in Vegas for a while. Mm-hmm. So he had me headlining one time, and I had actually taken the place of another um, DJ. And he was not really happy about it because now he was opening for me right. instead of headlining. Yeah. And I was using Serato at the time, and right before I went on, he like unplugged all of the 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 wires. Holy shit. Like literally right as I was about to go on and he was like, unplug them. And I was like, dude, what are you doing? Like, there's no music on or anything. So mm-hmm. I was just like, luckily I knew how to plug it back in, but he thought that I wouldn't know and then just be like, you know, and he was acting like he didn't understand what I was. I was like, what, what are you doing? Like, I know what you, I see what you're doing. You're trying to fuck up my thing. That's crazy. I've had guys unplug the speaker, the main speakers before. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Just to make me look bad. Yeah. It, it's. No. Well, that answers my question of DJ beef. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Because I've always wondered, like, I know rappers have a lot of rapper beef, but mm-hmm. DJs, what a DJ beef look like, but you just explained it right there. Like, that's some ugly shit. Like, um, when it comes I mean, to. The- the- it's not usually the the bigger DJs don't do stuff like that, but they do talk shit against each other. Like they'll say like, oh, that person doesn't make their own music. Or I guess that could be the same as like that rapper doesn't write their own rhymes, you know? Yeah. Just talking shit. Like I've had guys be like, yeah, I like banged her and like just, t- just making stuff up, you know? That's um, crazy. I think there's a lot of jealousy for sure um, in, in EDM land. That sounds mixy, like crazy. Like, I, you know what? That's like an eye opener to me because, like you said, like rappers have the ability to vocalize their beef. So, like, Mm -hmm. you could literally be like, F this guy on your track, but you guys are not speaking. You know what I mean? Unless you're like one of the DJs who, you know, um, MC at the same time, then you can be like, you know, shout out to all Masaban crew and, you know, F those guys on the other side, yeah. you know what I mean? But like, you can't like, unless you have a record of somebody dissing the DJ, you can only just talk shit about them. Yeah. I mean, yeah, people sometimes like, you'll see producers like copying you or like, you know, stealing an idea or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, again, you can't really say anything unless you... Unless you have a friend that's rapping and you tell them to do it. But <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I don't know. Also, even with this male-dominated industry, right? Mm-hmm. Can you give us some of the obstacles that you have faced? You know, other than some of the ones you've already mentioned. Like, some of the mm-hmm. obstacles that you faced as a woman in this industry. I think, like, in the beginning, for example, I, I definitely had a few strange moments. Like, um... I've had the few club owners like threaten me with stuff, you know, um, this whole me too thing coming out now. I'm like, Oh man, I can relate to so many people's stories. Like mm-hmm. there's even some people out now that are getting shit. And I'm like, I, I will, I can attest to that. I don't want to get involved in that myself because sometimes I think I will, or I'll say something, but I, it's just like, I don't know. I don't want to, I don't want to be that person. Like, it's just not my vibe, mm. but, um, there's definitely been people that have abused their power. Let's put it that way. Or, you know, they hire you and then, or, you know, say they're going to help you do something. And then they'll kind of be like, well, by the way, unless you do this, then, you know, 
I can ruin your career or so they'll oh. do something and help you and then kind of like use it against you later. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if, if a guy like just came out of the woodwork like that, I'd be like, yeah, fuck you. But then if you actually have a job because of something and mm-hmm. then you're like depending on it and then they're giving you these like ultimatums, then that's when it gets uh, it gets uncomfortable. Mm. And that's why a lot of these women that come out talking about it, I'm like, I can totally understand why you would be pressured into doing something because if you're, you know, People just say, why don't you just say no? Or why don't you just tell somebody? But it's not its not so cut and dry like that. Yeah. Sometimes it's like, you know, do I want to just do it and use him basically and, you know, get him out of the way and then get myself bigger? Um, or do I, you know, just tell him to fuck off? And then the problem is there's so many guys like that, that mm. at some point, sometimes you're just like, I mean, I haven't personally done anything with anybody because right. I... I think I was lucky enough to have enough people believe in me that were not, you know, um, slimy like that. That's why we need more women in charge of this stuff, like mm. more women owning, you know, um, clubs and and venues and stuff like that. So yeah. it's not it's it is a lot of men that you have to deal with. So yeah, yeah. Well, I've, had- I, I've even had guys ask me like, "What are you like, gay or something? Is that why you're not like, you know, flirting with me?" And I'm like. First of all, it's none of your business. <laughs> yeah. That must be really annoying, though, because, like, you're, it's, it's harder to get validated for your skills. You know what I'm saying? Like, When I first started DJing, like, in New York, I, I used to kind of, like, wear baseball hats and, like, hoodies and stuff. So mm-hmm. I kind of made it a point to cover up so that I knew if people actually liked what I was doing or they just wanted to, like, you know... I don't think people go out and watch somebody if they're a shitty artist just because they're half naked. Like, I mean, maybe, but (laughs) um, there was just, there was also so many girl DJs at the time that would wear like nothing or just have like their boobs out and like no, like topless DJs and like model DJs. Like there was a, an agency in Brooklyn that was like um, models, but who were DJs, but they didn't really know how to DJ. So they were just doing it because it was, cool at the time it's just like it was like insulting to me almost and then of course i did model so i'm like oh man i'm gonna be like (laughs) stuck in this kind of like category you know yeah um yeah there's there's definitely pressure i think not just for um djs but i think for all females like female rappers and stuff to be overly sexual and like i mean all of the biggest female rappers right now are like naked like all the time Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and i mean i i'm like whatever makes you happy like if you want to be naked be be naked but the same time it kind of i'd like to see a few more that are like you know just themselves like i don't know if somebody like Nicki minaj wants to always be like that does she really like yeah i just can't picture it you know like that a constant like eyelashes and stuff i'm like but she's really talented, so, you know, yeah. it's whatever whatever sword. works for you. Again, another yeah. double-edged sword, right? Like, I'm sure she doesn't want to do that all the time, and there's a lot of work into, like, the glam squad of looking like that all the time. Mm. But, like, if she doesn't, and then she puts out a video not looking Nicki Minaj-esque, yeah. is it going to get as much views as, you know what I mean? I think she should do it. I think that would be, like, super cool and 
I mean, even right now, I think it's a new trend's coming with uh, women being more natural because it went so crazy the other direction with like Kim Kardashian and all that stuff mm -hmm. that I see a lot more of that kind of like younger crowd being more natural. There is definitely like a, a growing group there, yeah, like yeah, Billie yeah. Eilish and that kind of thing. Like, True. you know, girls who are not getting surgery all over and half naked the whole time. So yeah. I think I'm kind of somewhere in the middle. I think I like being feminine and sometimes i'm like oh i kind of want to be sexy today but other times i'm like i just want to i don't care like i want to wear sweatpants yeah 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 yeah, yeah. for yeah. all the people that you've met because like you have collabs with shaggy you know yeah you mentioned little john like I, like a ridiculous amounts of people who are like famous famous have you ever yeah. fanned out like, oh, fanned shit. out myself. Oh my oh, god, I can't believe uh, I'm meeting this person. Oh yeah. Um Wyclef. Mm. That was I, I wrote I wrote a song with him. Um it's not actually my song, but I wrote it um for him and Showtech and Starly. Mm -hmm. So I was in the studio with him working and he was like, Oh my I love that guy so much. I was Me like death. so nervous and, and he was just so amazing. He was just like I love women. I trust women's opinion. Like women know what's up. Like, what do you think? Like the whole time, just like, you know, yeah. um, Cardinal also, I, my first time in the studio with him was in LA, nice. um, a few years ago. I think that was like 2016. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, he came in the studio and I was just like, as a kid, like, I just loved him. Like the whole Northern touch thing. Like I thought he was the best. And now we're friends. Like, we do have a track together, but we haven't released it yet. Mm. And um, I mean, he's he's still doing music, of course, but he's also very involved in like, you know, social stuff. And yeah. he's, I, I feel like he's kind of doing a lot of stuff. Like he's also working for Universal, I yeah, believe, with like a and yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then helping artists and stuff like that. So yeah. he came and did a cameo in my my last music video. Well, two videos, three videos ago. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no. Shout out to Cardinal. That's we love hip hop alumni. You know what I mean? We we yeah. have a, a very extensive interview with him where we went from like the beginning to to now what he's doing. Cool. So check that out on our channel. You know what I mean? I will. I will. Yeah. I think the other one is Sean Paul actually. Sean um, Paul. Yeah. I. It was such a weird story because um when somebody who worked at Hakkasan actually introduced me to one of his friends, mm -hmm. so I didn't. I had just landed in New York from somewhere else and I'd sent him like a beat. And so we were uh, Skyping and um, we were just talking about the song and he was in the studio. Mm -hmm. So he's like, so where are you right now? I was like, oh, I just landed in New York. He's like, I'm in New York. I'm like, what? You're in a studio in New York and I'm not there and you're recording on my song. <laughs> like, <laughs> so I was just like, okay. And it was only three blocks from my place. Nice. So I went over and like, yeah, we recorded the song. Nice. Um, but that was, I was pretty nervous for that too. Cause like Sean Paul growing up was, you know, one of my favorites for sure. Yeah. He, he, Sean Paul's the guy. He's the, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Mr. Dotti. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know I, mean? I always thought he was like from Toronto or something or had, so, because he did so much stuff in Toronto. Well, I did a little piece on him not too long ago or not on him, but like on the scene and one of his yeah. first, um, Ex pieces of exposure was in Toronto from that song Money Jane oh. back in the days with Cardinal and Judy right. Black, right? That okay. was like the first time the world got a chance to see 
what um, Sean Paul looked like. A lot of people didn't know right. that, though, right? Like, people yeah. heard him on tracks in Jamaica and stuff like that, but, like, the first right. music video you got to see him on was a Toronto mm-hmm. product. I think, I mean, it makes sense, too, that it would be big in Canada before the U.S. as well. Yeah. Because of, like, how many people from the islands in Toronto and stuff, like, the huge... I mean, that's, like, all... Growing up, all I heard, that kind of music, like... Mm-hmm. In all the clubs, like everywhere, you know. Oh yeah, we love um, us some So reggae. that's probably why. Yeah. yeah. And even like to to stay on the Toronto scene for a quick second. Yeah. You're doing a lot of of hip hop collabs and stuff with Canadian artists and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. Like you know, guys from Ottawa and Montreal as well as Toronto. Who are you mm-hmm. checking for? Um, I guess we could do two categories: Toronto and then Canada full out. Like. Um, okay, Claremont the second. That's his name, right? Claremont. Yeah, yeah. yeah I Claremont just found II. him. Like, yeah, yeah. I just found him like not that long ago. And I'm like, why have I not heard of this guy? Yeah. This guy is unbelievable. Like, I think he could be really huge. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I'm not in touch with him yet. So he's somebody that I really like to work with. Um, yeah, I mean, Nate Husser was actually City Fidelia introduced me to Nate Husser. Shout out City Fidelia. Um, and Nate and Nate and I have so many songs. Um, it's somebody I've been working with a lot. Mm-hmm. Dylan Ponders as well. Um, we like as soon as we met, we were like, "Are we related?" Like we just clicked like yeah. completely. So we keep joking now that I'm his sister. Um, and like Chris's spirit, he's great. We're working on. Um, I'm actually looking to put out his album on my label. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of like working on production for him. Um, and I, I think we're going to actually do a, a collaboration album as well. Nice. Um, he's somebody that I think is super talented too. And I feel like there's so many people I didn't know about. Like now that I'm really delving into it, I'm like, there's this whole scene here of like incredible talent that mm-hmm. like I didn't know about until recently. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think just because I've been gone so much in, in other places and, you know, doing so many different styles of music that I think I kind of lost touch with like what's happening here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, like Pressa, I have a song with him. Dope. Um, yeah, there's like, trying to think of somebody with, um, else. You got a song with Swagger Right as well. That's a big Yeah, two. yeah, yeah. Um, I actually met him through Troy, who's his manager. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's friends with Cardinal, so I think I connected through Cardinal as well. Dope. Um, yeah, Swaggerite's amazing. He's he's super dope. Yeah. But I like I, I would like to start signing um, Toronto talent under my label, mm. um, and like develop their songs, like help them with production and that kind of thing. Because hey. I mean, a lot of people have their own producer, but I still think it's important to like work with different producers, and especially when you're newer and see. Kind of find your voice and experiment a little bit. Yeah, and you're a producer with a name, right? Um, I feel like <laughs> you have, you got to understand, even though it's the EDM stuff, when you've established millions of views under anything that you've done, any piece of content, it puts you onto a different stratosphere. You know what I'm saying? And you've been able to collaborate with some of the biggest stars in the world. So what you're saying right now, it's not a, you would like to do because you're announcing it on a public platform and we have mad canadian rappers who you know we talk about so we tag them so they're tuned in right nice. so from this you'll probably get some people who hit you up like hey we want to sign up, up. <laughs> <laughs> right? um sign what's up. the name of the label 
It's called Mad Fatty. M A D F A T T I. So, um, so far, it's just been my songs that I'm involved in with my name on it. But I, we're also starting to look at doing um, other people's songs. And maybe, like, I don't have to produce it. Like, if they have somebody as a producer, then, you know, if it sounds good, then perfect. Less work for me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I. I I like to work with people that I think have potential and you know I'd like to start signing more stuff for sure. Yeah. And and need more of a team now though. I need some assistance and some <laughs> crew to help. We'll talk behind the scenes, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I I'm a man of many traits. And and even oh. with the with the artist out there um if you're looking to sign to to, to Fatty Records, right? Um, or is it Fatty Entertainment? Just, just to let the people know. Mad Fatty. Just Mad Fatty. Okay, so if you're looking Inc. to sign to Mad Fatty, you also might get some G-Force collabo clothing as well. Oh, nice. Mm, so let's <laughs> talk about that. Um, what G-Star, you mean? Uh, G-Star. I put, yeah, yeah, that's what I thought you meant. I, I researched G-Star, and then my dyslexic brain wrote down G-Force. But G-Star, Yeah, I do that all the time. Um, actually, well, the G-Star stuff was like, we're finished that, mm-hmm. but I am actually starting a new clothing line, which will just be me, like no collaborations. Okay. Um, um, I'm kind of just starting it now. So I have a name in mind, but I don't want to say it until we get, it's like for sure. Mm. Um, but I'm going to start with probably some like smaller items first and some Halo products, which is like basically like really out of this world items. Mm-hmm. I want to do something like really weird with with the line so it's not really like merch it's more like uh like just a straight fashion brand so i am gonna be doing that because i've had a lot of people reach out to me and be like i can't get those g-star glasses anymore mm. but those were like we had like pharrell wearing them and like red hot chili peppers and shaggy and stuff so like once you get those guys wearing them like they just sell out like in one second yeah so we don't have any more of those i have like three pairs but I'll, gi- I'll give it to Drake. I'll give one to Drake, maybe. Yo, Drizzy, you know what I mean? You gotta, y- y'all gotta link yeah. up so that you can get those G-Star glasses over there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Drake. Drake is. You guys have never met. <laughs> no. I'm surprised. No. Wow. I know. Wow. I know. Well, maybe he'll be. Maybe he'll check this out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I'd, love to, I'd love to do some songs for Drake. I think. Think I could do something cool. Yeah. Sure. So. Yeah. With everything going on, and my last couple of questions I have for you, right? Mm-hmm. Um. Actually, let me go in one quick direction over here, to the left, not too far. Okay. Just a little bit. Um, how is it as a woman in the public eye, right? Because you know you you you've been in a lot of different public scenes, and you're you're I don't want to say I hate saying superstar or star. Right, but you're you're famous, right? I mean, I don't know about that, but <laughs> you're let's say known. Is it more difficult? Yeah, by some people, yeah. How is it navigating relationships as a person who's known? Yeah, I mean, I I've dated a few. I am straight, first of all. Mm. Let's just say that because I don't know why. There's been like this thing, like people think I'm gay, which is fine. I don't really care, but I love women. Women are sexy. I can be attracted to women, but I am straight. So the guys that I've dated have mostly been kind of also like in the public eye. Mm -hmm. So I usually, um, I feel like until I'm like married 
or like pregnant or something that I kind of like to keep it quiet. Keep it private. Yeah. Um, it's not really my personality to like use somebody to be more popular. Mm -hmm. um, and I feel like a lot of people do that. Like, you know, they will date somebody just to get to the next level, which is fine. But yeah. it's just not my personality, really. I also don't like people talking shit. So I have dated a couple DJs um, and a couple athletes. Mm -hmm. And it's really hard to have people not know about it, for sure. <laughs> it's like... And it's just not that it makes it like stressful, yeah. especially if I like when I was DJing pre COVID, like play, traveling a lot, mm -hmm. the amount of times you can actually see somebody is really difficult. Like it's just, you know, everybody's so busy. And um, I, I dated a hockey player for a bit and he was kind of like, it was like, I couldn't really see him during season. And then mm -hmm. off season, he would just want to like party the whole time. And I'm like, oh, I have to work still. Like, <laughs> you know, I'm a DJ, but that doesn't mean I'm partying the whole time. Like yeah. I don't do drugs. I don't, you know, do that kind of stuff. So it's, you know, it's, I find some people want to date me because they think I'm like this crazy, like, you know, nightlife person. And the they want to like, girl. let's go to Vegas. And like, yeah. Mm. And I'm like the furthest from that. I'm like always on the computer, always working. Um, and any of these rappers that I work with know, like, they know my personality. Right. They know that I'm not like that. I think uh, Dylan got me a little lit in the studio <laughs> the other day. We were like, uh, we were, I don't know what we we're drinking. I think it was Henny or something. But yeah. I was like, man, I can't focus anymore. Like, <laughs> so what, but you don't, aside you don't, from. Don't smoke weed or don't, you know, you don't partake in chemis or anything like that? I, I, I smoke a little bit. Um, but it makes me a little tired and I don't know, I get stuffy and that kind of thing. Mm. I like the smell of it and I like it, but it's not something I'm doing all the time. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. I like, my thing is red wine. So uh. if I want to relax or sometimes when I'm working or painting, I just like pour some, like a nice Beaujolais. Yeah. Get down with it. Has any, yeah. like in a relationship, has anybody ever tried to come to your workplace while you're working and just try to hang out while you're DJing and just mess up your flow? Um, yeah, I mean, I've had, I've definitely had some guys that I'm dating come to my shows and just get totally like belligerent. And I'm like, oh man, now I have to take care of you and my job. Like, it's, Crazy. yeah, because <laughs> I don't, I mean, I, I have definitely gotten really drunk DJing, mostly in the early days, mm -hmm. like when I first started, because you're kind of caught up in it. Yeah. But if, if you're touring and you're flying every day, like you really can't like, I'm like 115 pounds. Like if I drink that much, I'm going to be on the floor. Yeah. So I, Tiesto actually got me really drunk one night and I missed my next show. I missed my flight. And I was just like, I couldn't get out of bed till like 9 PM the next day. And that was horrible. So <laughs> I want to hear about this, the, 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 um, the, the X incident going into the yeah. club and okay. getting smashed what Ooh, happened getting into it now what happened um, in that incident? actually the the one thing i was thinking about was there's this guy that i was dating and I, this sounds really bad but i i was i stopped dating him and i was dating this other guy and i they had become friends mm. but i don't think they knew that the situation so they came in together in the DJ booth, but like, I think the newer one was kind of oblivious that I had dated the other one mm -hmm. yet. Uh, maybe they know now, but um, they were just really drunk and I was like, oh my God, I hope 
no like information gets out here. Yeah. Um, I mean, mostly I think when guys have dated get drunk, they get really um, insecure. Mm -hmm. So I think like they they think I'm like checking out a dude or like I don't know. There's some guy in the backstage or whatever, yeah. or they think I'm like with another DJ or something. Like I have a show with Calvin Harris or something, and they're like insecure about it. Crazy. I had one. I had one that actually that his ex was like flirting with Calvin Harris or something like that, and then um, he was like, "I hate that guy. Like you shouldn't hang out with him and that kind of thing." Mm. Like, so nothing crazy, like no bottles flying, no, no crazy incidents like that. Because like the EDM world can get people can get kind oh. of fucked up in that world. Like not kind of yeah. like hella fucked up. I mean, I think most people in EDM, they're, they're on like MDMA or something like at the festivals. So they're more like zoned out. But mm. I have seen some stuff get aggressive with like mosh pits and stuff. Yeah. Um, that has happened. But I, I haven't had like an ex in that situation. I've, I've been DJing places where there's been like bottle fights and stuff mm -hmm. um, that I had to like run or like hide behind the booth because people were like throwing like magnums and stuff. Yeah. Um, that was in Toronto, actually. But um toronto i haven't had an ex like really go crazy no well even with that like what's the most craziest incident that you've been djing like you're you're, you're djing at the club and you're like oh my god like this is happening in front of you right now um well not, it's not violent but um one time i was djing in vegas and there was a couple having sex like on the dance floor Whoa. like fully and I think I was DJing with these guys, Ryan and Sunnery, um, like pretty big EDM DJs. Mm -hmm. Actually, Sunnery's with uh, Doubts and the Victoria's Secret model. It's uh, her, her husband. Okay. So I don't know if you've heard of them, but um, we were doing a show in Vegas and we were like, um, and I think I even tweeted later, like to the couple that was like having sex, like I want your kids to be named <laughs> after me. That's crazy. <laughs> that was pretty shocking. I actually DJed a weird sex party once as well, back in the day. Um, somebody told me that it was like a swingers thing. And then it was in a club, though. And I got there and it was like, they were paying me a lot. So I just shut my eyes and was like, whatever, <laughs> do your thing. <laughs> but there's weird stuff happening in the corners and stuff. They weren't like right in the DJ booth or anything. So it was like an actual venue. It wasn't like a house or something like that. But yeah. That was really strange. About how many people? I think there's probably like 150, maybe. Okay. Not all together at once, but like <laughs> <laughs> different groups of people like around yeah. the, the, the place. Yeah. That, that was weird. Um, I mean, I, I've, had, I've seen stages collapse and stuff as well. Um, oh. At Digital Dreams in Toronto, there was an insane storm one day and the whole... Um, lighting thing was kind of like flying like this and mm -hmm. it almost coming down so we had to like hide out of the way from that that was pretty scary some right. storms are scary being outdoor djing there wow, wow. happened a few times yeah a lot of electrical gear you don't want to be near right yeah <laughs> you start seeing like wires popping out and all of a sudden you're like oh shit, yeah am i gonna survive yeah. up here no. So, like, in, in closing, like, we're in this time right now. We're living in a pandemic, right? Yeah. And your occupation, as far as, like, you know, the, the DJing part of it, at, at least, you know, it, it entails you being in front of crowds. So how is that going to work yeah. right now with you? Are, are, 
Well, I mean, it sounds like there's not going to be a lot of shows happening for at least another year or something like that, mm -hmm. like really um, to the same level. Um, I mean, in Europe, it looks like it's getting a bit better. Canada, it's getting a bit better. Right. But I think it's important right now because not only that, but also like climate change and stuff. Like I, I think there's a lot of crazy stuff happening now mm -hmm. and so much violence and, you know, even the gun situation in Toronto is getting worse. Yes. It just seems like things are a little crazy right now. So it's definitely um, something that like worries me. Um, and that's why I kind of focus mostly on um, production right now mm -hmm. and music production, because, you know, if you're doing a lot of top line writing and music writing, you can, especially if you're working for a bigger artist, you can kind of make a living that way or by right. doing remixes and stuff. Um, but yeah, right now it's harder because nobody wants to pay for anything. right now. Mm. So you get like, you know, it's everyone's being a little frugal because everyone's a little scared. Yeah. Um, I started this clothing line, so hopefully that'll be like another thing. Mm -hmm. um, I'm just, I've always been somebody to kind of like, like hustle around, <laughs> just do, you know, a bunch of things and see what happens. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I'm also doing some stuff with some films. Um, I'm a, a music advisor, I guess you call it, for this horror movie that's coming out soon. Okay. Um, so basically, I part own the movie. So we're like looking to sell it to like a, a movie festival. There's also a problem because there's no festivals going on, so it's all digital. But yeah. things like that, like maybe can, can we get writing. a name for that for that movie or are we um, it's to? called Dream Dreamcatcher. Dreamcatcher. Yeah, I think you you it's fine if you know that now because they were posting it earlier. But okay. so I produced a couple of songs like for the movie and that kind of thing. So just I mean, if you know how to produce, then you can kind of there's a lot of things that you can make money with by doing it. Mm -hmm. um, People are always going to need music, so that's never going to go away. So I kind of just thinking of new ways. But that is definitely something I'm thinking about, like how, because doing these live DJ sets and stuff, you know, like it's not really the same as yeah. <laughs> as being there live. So if you have any, any ideas, then let me know. Hey. <laughs> They call me Ricky Dread, a.k.a. Full of Ideas. You know what I mean? So, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There well, you go. I, or I called myself that now, so don't worry. <laughs> oh, okay. I was like, that sounds like a weird name. But <laughs> I said it publicly, so it, it is what it is now. If it's on the internet, then it must be true. That's, that's my Yeah, model. exactly. Right? That's the way it is today anyways. Exactly. <laughs> Listen, Eva, I really, really appreciate this. Like, I feel like we got a lot of information. Um, yeah. Through my research, when I was looking through the different, like, video interviews that I can find besides articles, I mm -hmm. felt like they were really good content pieces, but I, they were short. Yeah. Right? That's EDM world, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like as you progress in the game and for, for all the stuff that you've already done, there mm -hmm. needs to be something like this where people can catch the full history. And I feel that this is what we got today. Mm, yeah. Thanks for having me, too, because I've, I've sometimes I feel like, you know, since I've always said, like, you know, I don't pay attention to genres too much. But the fact is, there's definitely groups, there's like blogs and there's, you know, YouTube accounts and there's stuff of people like, you know, each other in different genres. Mm -hmm. So sometimes I've always felt like, you know, I have to choose one or the other. But. I, I'm happy that you are open to like talking to me too, like not coming from just a hip hop background and, yeah. and kind of like 
somebody who's you know has a different background well I, i've been around the scene i've been around like the house music scene for a long time maybe a little bit further back like late 90s early 2000s mm -hmm. you know i used to be in the comfort zone on sundays and yeah. all these different oh, nice. places cool. so i i'd be knowing about some house music you know what i mean yeah Nice. <laughs> and I can go to a, a to a jam where like they play like zero hip hop and still enjoy the whole night. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I, I I've actually sorry. No, go go. I I found that a lot that I think people that are fans of hip hop also like other kinds of music. Like real EDM heads, a lot of times they don't go outside of that. Yeah. But um, I I mean I've been playing hip hop in my EDM sets. I've been playing like all kinds of music in mm -hmm. my EDM sets. So. Um, I'm trying to bridge the worlds together because I think it's not that different, really. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm definitely digging the music, the new stuff that you've dropped. You know what I mean? Um, I like that song, Bop. The, the bars are oh. crazy on it. And you're, as soon as that beat comes in, I'm like, whoa. So, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? And I'm going to do a few, a few more like really hard things like that. I like that kind of stuff too, so. Yeah. yeah. And, and even with that like last couple of things, like who... The, who is doing the direction for the videos? Is that your ideas for the videos or are you getting with directors to come with yeah. that? Yeah, I mean, I've always been really involved in my videos. Um, the the last two for Bop and um, Splash God, mm -hmm. the, I mean, they were definitely my idea. I was like kind of getting everybody together. Right. Um, I have a really great editor, Allison. Shout out. Shout out, um, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I just I wanted to just do a quarantine style, like just film yourselves, like more content, just get it out there. Mm -hmm. um, I I have these such crazy ideas, and I wish I had crazy budgets because, um, you know, it, I think it'll keep building. I just I have I'm like my brain keeps going like when I think of ideas, and sometimes there's things I want to do, but like I can't because it's too crazy. Yeah. But. Um, yeah, I think I, I've been directing. I directed the Wyclef video as well, the one that I wrote with him. Dope. Um, and I'm not in that. I just put it together. Yeah. So I'm like a visual person too. So like when I make a song, I'm also thinking about the visual aspects. Mm -hmm. It's It goes together to me. So, yeah. yeah. yeah I like yeah. working with people that, that are like that too. Somebody like Dylan is also very visual. Um, and it's fun. Like it's another way to be creative. Yeah, dope. Dope, dope. Yeah. Well, give the people your social medias. Let the people know where they can find you, whether it's music-wise or, like, any of the social media platforms. Well, everything is at Eva Shaw, except for my YouTube. That's at um, Eva Shaw Official, mm -hmm. I believe. I'm like, wait, what is it? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, at Eva Shaw, everything. Um, everything's connected. So, my SoundCloud, um, Instagram, everything like that. And, of course, Spotify, Eva Shaw. I'm on there. Um, and some things you might not know about that I've written or, or produced that my name's not on, but that you'll find somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Do, do your, your Googles. You know what I mean? Um, do your do Googles, your Googles. kids. Like, <laughs> yeah. when you get on YouTube or any of those platforms, just look for that little Abby that has the little, the, the white background with the red mask over the face. So it's like a cartoon. Oh, picture. yeah. My, my little logo there. Yeah. I'm drowning yeah. in the water. Or oh, blood or whatever it is. I don't know what that is. I I'm like that was a red mask. No, I'm drowning. But it could be a mask, yeah. No, I got to look at it a little bit closer. But that's a sick concept. I have like a bun on my head, yeah. And I'm yeah, like yeah, drowning. Yeah. It looks like a, like a <laughs> Japanese style type of picture. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, kind of, yeah. 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 So once again, thank you for doing this with us today. Thanks for having me. You know what I mean? So...
another six views. Um, I want to apologize to my people out there who ha I haven't done one of these in a long time. You know what I mean? I want to thank Eva Shaw for doing this with me. Once again, look out for her music. Look out for her on production of a lot of dope hip-hop shit coming forward. And then look out for all her stuff from before. Make sure to subscribe to our page as usual. Smash that like button, all that YouTuber stuff. You know what I mean? And, um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. We out. Thank nice you. to meet you. Smoke weed every day. Oh, oh, yeah. The tea is exceptionally good today. Yeah. All right. Now, our smoke and mirror session is like, and we, we, we got a little bit more time, right, Goose? You, oh, yeah. You're good? You're good? Okay. Our smoke and mirror session is like our new session where we talk about news, different things that are going on, like international, mostly hip-hop type of things that we, tr we try to keep it, and some local stuff. All right. And for the people who are just tuning into the Smoke and Mirror segment, we got Lil Bang Camp in the building Slack. and Young Slam De Niro in the building. Slack. So, okay. Dang. Chair girl. <laughs> I'm sure everybody's seen this. There's no way that y'all didn't see this or you're capping, okay? <coughs> she skated, didn't get the time that she was, um, they were trying to give her, like, what were, trying, what were they trying to give her? I, I don't know what they were trying to give her. Four but months? I guess so. They were trying to give her. Four to six months? Yeah, uh, yeah. I think four to six. I guess four to six months jail time, yeah. Something like that, right? She got two thousand dollar fine and two years probation. And two years probation. And hundred and fifty hours or fifty hours community service or something like 150 that. Hundred and fifty hours community service. Hours community service. And then she skated off in the flicking truck and went <laughs> to live with chromas. <laughs> right? And turned up. And then you know what's funny about that whole thing? <laughs> Her lawyer's on TV mm. doing a press conference talking about, oh, yeah, she regrets all this stuff. I wonder if he's seen the life. Because <laughs> all that shit, though, doesn't matter. Like, you guys have to, like, just... She made her a name and, like, came up off that one move. So, you know, she probably thinks that's worth it. I think that's worth it. Like, she's... Mm. Now yeah. she, she's, like, doing whatever she's, she's a doing. household name now. She, she, she's made money off of this for sure. She's modeled... She's been flown. She's featured in videos. For sure, yeah. but that's fault though. She threw a chair. That's some fuck shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me just give her a name because everybody's been calling her chair girl, Marcella Go um, Zoya. Friday, Friday's interested. That's why you know. <laughs> Hold on, let's, let's get this interview popping. Um, <laughs> okay, so are you telling me that at the end of the day? It was all worth it. You think, would you do a track with Chair Girl? Does she rap? Yeah. Chromos wanted to do a track with I, her, fam. I, I'll, I'll do a track with Chair Girl. If you're watching this, like, hit my DM, I'll do a track with you. Mm. Yeah, I'll do a track with her. Mm. Slime. Nah, I wouldn't do a track with her. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a, it's a track featuring Bandcamp. It's Bandcamp featuring Chair Girl. Um, if she, she sends you the open... I'm asking. Okay, so is her rap name cha Chair Girl? No. What's her stage name? She's like, not going to do Chair Girl for a rap name. <laughs> so what do we call her? Like I'll do a track with Chromas. Is her by go, she goes by her name? That's it? Huh? Any, say, any say girl. Again, say it again. I fuck with Nessia too. I fuck with all the girls going hard. Nessia's alumni? Yeah, mm. shout out Nessia. So. She's about to drop some hot shit. Mm. Go check that shit out. She going hard and shout out Razzle too. A lot of bars. He behind the Yo, camera going Roger crazy. Lee. He's one of the cameraman that focused us too. Okay. Yeah, okay. Going crazy. Yeah, man. Um, do you think that uh, that um, th that they relied on her? 
Yo, John Tory does. John Tory's bringo. The man was vexed. Well, uh, that's actually she did some mod shit going on CP twenty four like that, but I don't know that's some like that's what the club Yo, does to you. The mayor says she should have went to jail. The mayor says okay. she should have went to jail. That's what John Tory said. The man said he's not happy with the punishment. She should have went to jail. Is what he said. Wait, why didn't she go to jail then if he's the mayor? Well, the well, judge he said he no. He can't, he can't do nothing. He can't. He that's his opinion. That's his opinion. The judge, the judge, look at him and say, you know what? You wanted to go to jail, so what? Who cares? That's he's just talking his shit on TV. Right, he's just saying that for CP24, but he don't care. Yeah. yeah, let her do her thing. She, like you said, she came up off of doing a fucked up situation. She yeah. became a household name. Um. Okay. Well, yeah. What's next? Let me see here. Let's throw the chair. Um. Okay. I wanted to get to this three feet people arrested and then released off of defacing the, um, the, 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 the statues, right? Okay. The, sta- the problematic statues. Throwing paint. Right? But let's hold that for a quick second. Okay. We were talking off camera about um, this Tory Lanez guy. Mm-hmm. Okay? Shout out Tory Lanez, right? Brampton. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Now, we all know what's going on with him. Allegedly, he had, you know, shot Megan. He's in an altercation right now. Right? That should be funny. I was dying when I seen that. Right? Sure, that was fake at first. Yeah, right. that's some funny that shit. fake at first. Now, I got a question for this, right? Because he's gone low. Meg Thee Stallion released a statement. She said, you know, everybody's got all these jokes. But, you know, a real thing happened and I was really hurt. Yeah, someone was right? injured. That's actually bad. But what we were talking about behind the scenes is if this video that they're saying allegedly is around doesn't come out, and everybody keeps their mouth shut. Does Do Tory skate? You think he can get off, or is he doing jail time? Is Tory going to jail? This is nah, the question. I think he's gonna come out for sure, like, cause probably doesn't even have that much charges and shit, and he has money. Like, I think he's gonna be out, cause you know he made it. Like, he's a star. I think, I think, uh, I think he's gonna be out, cause so his money's long enough for him to to get through this. Yeah. I think he's gonna beat it up. Yeah. Nah, but. I don't think he's beating it up. To be honest. <laughs> <laughs> tell me why. Tell me why. Especially when you're an artist, like I think, like the police, like they don't, they don't really like, fuck with you more. Mm. And, like he shot a girl, like you know, like allegedly. Gonna, allegedly. Yeah. If it's true, then so they're not taking that list. Uh. But if no, okay, but to the question, if nobody talks, because besides maybe I swear she already said. Like, yeah, how like, does I everyone already know Tory Lanez? They're, like, they're assuming because he's the only one. They're saying nobody else shot her, right? That it's him. But if nobody goes and says anything in the stand, goes to the police station, nothing. Nobody talks, she's everybody probably walks. acting up there. Super big and shit, like, fuck. That's what I'm saying. She's, she's, she's way smaller. Big. Like, it actually could have, like, just got, they go mod in that room. She's going mod. No, that's what they happened. Said, fuck it. That's, it's out. This is out, okay? What happened is that they did have a bring down, crash out argument in the, in the um, Kylie Jenner's house, okay? Apparently, Kylie was getting a little bit too close, and this is out because shout out, You're shout out, close. Adam Twenty Two. Um, too close. No, um, that's we love hip hop alumni, by the by the way. Oh no, jumper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, beyond yeah, that shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's my nigga Adam. I'm, I'm be looking for your interview. Tell him, tell him Friday. Say what up. Um, <laughs> but he was. They're saying on the show mm. that they kicked off because Kylie want, was getting a little bit too close to Homeboy. Mm-hmm. To who? Tori. To Tori, oh. right? And Meg was like, "We out of here." Uh, uh, and they started uh. kicking off in the place, and she was calling them all kind of little nigga uh, this. And, <laughs> little nigga, you better get over here, little nigga. <laughs> and she was like, That's smart. She was like digging that. in. Oh, yeah, wow. And then they skated, and then 
the, the, the argument ensued in the car. This is a, from what I was hearing from their show. I didn't even know about that shit, boy. That's hilarious. That that means like I probably think they probably been like we're fighting all day and it just got like that serious. Mm, the you, bubble point, boom. Who she, knows though? Free Tori. She's a big female, like we were saying earlier, right? She's a big woman. She's like five nine, to be honest. Nah, she's big, bro. <laughs> Yo, for Tori, she's big. Oh God, she's bro. big and she's decent and shit. Her thick thighs. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. She's big. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> huh? But if you're saying that, they don't need no video then. What do you mean? Fart, fart. Cutsy cuts. If you're saying that there, they, that somebody said that there was an argument or whatnot, then mm-hmm. they don't need a video of him busting anything. They got into an argument. They went off. They're going to just, the they're just going to be like, yo. So I don't know. Stick. It's a sticky situation no matter how you look at it. Around the room, we're split, we're divided. Some think he's going to get off, some don't. And he's 5'7", by the way, before we move on to the next. Okay, well, she's right? not that much bigger than, but still, she's big. No, because everybody was kicking his back in, like, <laughs> yeah, you're 5'3", like five, three, five, three, three, whatever. Five, seven, yeah, the memes were going around. Bro. The memes, the internet. <laughs> he, they, he, what, it's, it's, like, it's like a news cycle, nah, you but know? I think Megan could probably crush him, though. So. <laughs> Maybe. Who knows? You might be right. That's but shout job. out to Tori. Yeah, yeah. yeah and, and a speedy yeah. recovery to Megan. Facto. Um, okay, so let's, this three people were arrested and released after there was a big protest that was going on courtesy of Black yeah, Lives Matter. Yeah, they rushed down the police station, yo. They beat yeah. down the walls, yo. So, like, they, they allegedly threw th- um, pink paint on what they call problematic statues, like the Ryerson guy and a few it's different Sir people. Sir A. McDonald or Sir, whatever. Sir John A. McDonald, yeah. right? And then they released them, okay? My question to y'all, do you think it was okay, even, like, because we're protesting, you know, the, the Black Lives Matter movement, like, you know, brutality against the police. But you still think it's okay to deface public property? It's not the first time monument in the city has been defaced. Bro. Just after um, Remembrance Day, mm. the Senate, the the cenotaph outside of Old City Hall was defaced. It was spray painted on. Mm. They caught that guy. They arrested him, and they or they tried to let him go. But there was no big beat down the thing. People were were upset about that, right? But it wasn't like a black or like a no. Race it, it wasn't thing. Black Lives Matter, but it was just like they they used. They lied to us or something like yeah. some whatever, but still, nonetheless, it's not the first time that like monuments in the city has been defaced. It's just this time, I guess, is because of the Black Lives Matter movement or yeah. the stigma behind the racism that's going on is why people went to the police station and felt like yo, these people should be cut. Right? What do you think, Bank? Um, me personally, like. I don't know, I wouldn't, like, risk getting charged for that shit because, like, I know, like, the government still fucked up even after they, like, defaced that shit. But, like, I guess, like, the government has people that cheese, so they have to expect that shit. So, like, mm. shouldn't, shouldn't be getting, like, yeah, you know, they have to, like, just expect that shit. But uh, that shit's crazy with, like, all that racism is just fucked up. Yeah. What about you, Slime? You think it's even, like... Because of the movement, is it still okay to just mash up public property, let's say? Nah, just like he said, it's fucked up to me. I just think it's fucked up. I wouldn't try to risk a charge for that, like, you know? To deface property, it's not worth the charge. No, I I don't Plus, you don't know, like, for example, like on the G20, Mm. they beat 
the shit out of people. They kettled people in the rain, mm. right? And that was G20, right? And there was no, like, you know, so could you imagine now, you know, if there was a big, and they decided to do that? Yeah. And it's like, yeah, but to deface a monument with paint is something that can be easily washed off. It's not like they went there and chiseled down, down the, whole thing. the yeah. statue. They threw paint on it. So really, it's a harmless, it's, it's not, what, it's a misdemeanor? Um, do we have misdemeanors here? No, we don't have misdemeanors in here. So what is it? It's like, it's low court. You know yeah. what I mean? It's not no and real offense. The, and, and they let them it's out a right fine. away. Right? It's a form yeah. nine thing. Yeah. You know, you're getting locked up. And then when they seen the uproar of the community, you know, yeah, what are they, they going to do? They were going to the knock gonna, down the fucking exactly. police station. So, so what, it's, it's, it's easier to release them with a form nine. Mm-hmm. They're still going to court. They still have to see whatever, a judge. They still can face punishment. They could still end up in jail, but or at the at the least, they're gonna pay a fine. Yeah. So yeah, they, the police are like, you know what? We don't want what happened in the states to happen here. We don't want them to take over our police station, burn down a police station, and then it's world news. Yeah. Right? You think you think you think Sanders needs that before he steps down? Huh? <laughs> you think that he could handle that? Last one more thing. Oh yeah, they flipping the city, rioted and burned down a police station right before the man is supposedly retiring. Yeah. Come on. Well, Gucci, shot. remember Gucci said it. The man was going to take somebody down. They made him fire. They fired his ass. Facts. You understand what I'm saying? So whatever. At the end of the day, fuck it. Yeah. Well, shout out to those guys who are out. You know what I'm saying? And black lives still matter. For sure, always. You know 100% black lives matter. Let me try to get one more story in here quick before we Wait, get out of here. I can make a quick Snapchat quick Yeah. on the show. Um, is it going to be going up to Snapchat nah, nah, right now? It's going to be going after. Okay, okay. Go for that's it. Go fine. For that's it. cool. You know what I'm saying? I'm done for some Snapchat action. We're slap with this bitch. Punk? We love hip hop. Slap. Slap. Y'all nigga drip. Slap. Um, My bad. Shout out Northside Benji okay. too. I okay. forgot to say that too. Okay. Shout out Northside Benji too. He fucking us okay, too. Okay, okay. He yeah, a Brampton man. goat. Yeah, yeah. He from a, he yeah. a goat. Yeah, yeah. Ah. Shout out everyone fucking with us. Yeah, man. Shout out Brampton still, it, man. Okay, one more story here. It's the two-year anniversary of the Danforth shooting, okay? Um, the crazy incident that happened on the Danforth, the guy lick off like a whole bunch of people. He, I think he actually he might have wounded two people and might have killed one person. I'm not I, sure. If I he, think he killed And him. then he killed himself after. Right, but RIP to the victims. And yes, for sure. Condolences and, you know, the victims of who lived, shout out to y'all. My thing is, they did a whole media thing on CP24 and all that. Do they cover these things more than like crazy incidents like two years later from like shit that happens with us like the news they be what did you say My bad. like okay because like we're celebrating this or not celebrating we're commemorating two years later yeah this happening right the danforth because it was oh, a big oh, deal oh, in, oh. on the danforth yeah but like they're not commemorating the danzig shooting danzig shooting they yeah. just mentioned oh yeah the danzig shooting da, da, da. but you have yeah. to understand the news just be like it's a lot of fuck shit up in there. There's a lot of fuck shit everywhere with that government and shit. Mm. Like, you can never know what you see is actually true or false and shit. Mm. But yeah, I know they do a lot of fuck shit on that. Yeah. Okay, so like, even example, the other day, or there was a, the, the video from the Malton shooting where there was over 100 shots fired, whatever was on the news, right? Mm-hmm. The mayor, them, they're there, they're talking. I don't know if they went there directly. Yeah. They did a press conference and, you know, raised money for that community because, like, that's way worse than a single gunman 
going down and you know doing what he did on the Danforth. It was like a hundred shots, right? That's what I'm saying. It's a hundred shots, innocent bystanders, life altering, people died, yeah. whatever, right? But you didn't see they never they didn't make no commemorate. Struck, they had no the fund. Year later. Yeah. They didn't make no fund like they made the Danforth fund or the Van Attack fund. It's because the area location, right? Danforth. It's a yeah. big money-making area, yeah. right? Greek people, no disrespect to the Greek people, but they bring in a lot of money. You mm. understand what I'm saying? They have, they have political strength. Black people, we don't have that same political strength as other unit. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. The Danforth, yeah. they'll all band together. We can't band together on this example for like on the Jane Street or on Dufferin or in Parkdale or what you understand what I'm saying in these yeah. areas or in Brampton. It's completely different no, than on the Danforth where these people can band all their shops together, get money from the government where they made what people from the city are donating to a GoFundMe. Basically, like what, two, three million dollars was raised. They don't do that shit when black people, Bruh. when shit happens for black people. I did a donation in like the beast because I know, like, see, I said all that shit's fucked and like I know a lot of shit, like, they're not really helping. Like, I try to go and find like a neat place where I actually be helping out at. And like, mm. I was first gonna go to Knight's Table because like I just know that's a known one, but like I did a little more research. I found like a, 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 like, a place that actually does like a lot for like Brampton and like all that's the people. Good. That's, yeah, that's wicked. Then like I don't I donated them like a thousand dollars. That's then, blessed. Yeah. That's wicked. Cause I know that will help more than like all that other shit like they be tripping about. Yeah, yeah. No, it's true though. That's a, that's very commendable. That's that's awesome. Like that's. Yeah. No, that's dope, man. It's it's. I just you know. And it's the fact that you think like yeah, you're gonna donate a thousand dollars to your city to help whatever. Yeah. That's amazing. Like most people don't think like that. Yeah. Right. You got anything on this line? You're in the cut. Like, huh. do you think that like. They, Slam my evil twins. They'll make a big deal about that, but like they're not going to make a big deal about the things that are going on in their own hoods. I just think it's fucked up. But I didn't really hear about that down for a shooting, though. Ooh, it was like one guy who just that. went over there and just started going wet and into the stores. And just randomly shooting people. Yeah. A little girl got hit. Like, I understand the tragedy of it and like how random it is. But, like, we have a lot of crazy stuff that's happening in the hood all the time. And, like, yeah, for sure. they're not, like, two years later, hey, do you remember when this place where this man, this many mans got licked off? Like, they're not doing that. No. Yeah, they're just spreading light on what they want to spread light, light on. Yeah. Well, I just wanted to bring it up. I no disrespect to the people who, no, for sure. who passed in the Danforth shooting and the people who survived. I just wanted to... Make it even for everybody. Yeah, there's no saying? disrespect intended at all. It's just a fair question to be asked. Yeah. That's all it is. But let's wrap it up. Um, let's get our social medias and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, Lil underscore Bandcamp. Put ready. camera right here. Lil underscore Bandcamp. Ready, no ready. Remember the name, Waspy Drip. Hey. We up next, Snowcat. G. Hey. Young Slam De Niro. Yeah, you know how we rock, man. Hey. Shout Very, out to real niggas for us, uh, uh, Waspy. Very Slat. Easy. Very easy to find, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Continue making good music. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep it up, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's love. PK Herc, let the people know where to find you. Well, it's me, PK Herc, as usual. You done know. You can catch me in Parkdale doing my thing, or you can catch me here on We Love Hip Hop doing our thing with the with the team. You know what I mean? 
appreciate the young men for following through. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Young Slime De Niro and Young Band Camp or Little Band, uh, little band Camp. Sorry. Yeah. Little Band Camp. You know what I'm saying? So big up to you guys. Thank you. You guys are our first guest during yeah. the pandemic. Fresh so, out the COVID. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, phase two. Yeah. So it is what it is, but thank you guys for forwarding. It was a, I know you guys came from a distance, so we appreciate that. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, big up Toronto. So yeah, episode 183. You know what I'm saying? We're getting up there in the numbers. We're doing numbers. We're putting numbers on the board. You know what I mean? So shout out the team. Shout out Gucci. Shout out Gut. Shout out Sav. Shout out Empress. Shout out Rahil. You know what I'm saying? Shout out um, Friday. Like, how can I not shout out Friday? He's right here beside me. You know what I'm saying? Jeez. And shout out everybody who fucks with We Love Hip Hop. You know what I'm saying? And shout out YouTube. You know what I'm saying? YouTube. Shout out Healthy Healing and Herbs. Yes. And Empress. Sorry, you know what I'm saying? Shout out Empress, Shout can't out forget Empress, you know what I mean? She's part of the team also. And if I did forget anybody, it's no disrespect intended. We'll be back you know next week. Exactly. <laughs> this is consistent over here, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, episode 183. Big up everybody. Follow six views uncut. Follow six views, you know what I'm saying? For other information. We love Hip Hop's The Hub, you know what I'm saying? Big up Toronto. Big up Sports Smokers Collective. Big up Beast Mode. Big up the usual suspect gang. You know who you are. You know what I mean? Let's see what it is. Sing. PK Hurt. Um, make sure to hit up all my social media platforms. Friday Ricky Dread. That's D-R-E-D. Make sure to hit up my website. That's Friday, a.k.a. Ricky Dread. Make sure to hit up the hub for all things We Love Hip Hop. That's WeLoveHipHop.ca. And on Instagram, We Love Hip Hop Network. I got one more shout out. Sorry. Free People Association. Big up Frankie Payne on 20 years. On a classic, everything's for a reason. If you haven't heard it, go check it out. It's out on iTunes right now. Same. Big up Frankie Pan. And Spotify. Um, I'm going to take us out with a track here by 209 Crizzy. Track is called So Far. Bomb, bomb. Thank you, gentlemen. One time for my enemies, they give me streams out of jealousy. Sunshine, keep it sucker free. Holy rat for gang and my family. I pray illiteracy bans on me. Trying to make these dreams my reality. Trying to get these diamonds to dance on me. Need pounds of cush for my sanity. Till then, I keep grinding. I'm trying to pop my old squad.